time for, it's time for, it's time for movie and the scrap. It's time for, it's time for, it's time for Aaron's little simp. It's time for, it's time for, it's time for April gets a job. It's time. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome Thursday morning. The song doesn't work. Why doesn't he do the, the song? <laughs> it doesn't work. It just doesn't work anymore. Uh, you'll have to get over it. You'll have to let it slide. My audio is all screwed up. You know, I maybe it's time to quit. We had a good run. Maybe next year I'm like Jimmy Kimmel. It's over. This is my last hurrah. I love that. I love that Jimmy Kimmel's like, you know what? I might, after I renew my contract this time, I think I'm going to be done. It's like no one watches Jimmy Kimmel. How brave of you to quit now when you when your ratings are dog shit. I, how the fuck? You know, I tried to watch that Gutfeld program. On uh, Fox News. This is like the new king of late night. Greg Gutfeld. And you might sit here and go, Greg Gutfeld sucks. Or who's Greg Gutfeld? Or I've never seen Red Eye in my life. And correct. It's on deep cable. No one gives a shit. But that guy, Greg Gutfeld. It's like he gets he gets Colbert, Kimmel, and uh, Jimmy Fallon numbers combined. Combined. No one watches Late Night. No one. Who's that stupid bitch they just gave a, a show to? It's like, how brave. How brave. Now that no one's watching, let's give Samantha B a shot. I love that. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel? Jesus Christ. And his sister, you know, does a lot of stuff around here. Jill Kimmel. She used to be like Jill something else. She was married and then she got divorced. She's 45 or something. And now she goes by Jill Kimmel. And of course she's shot up to headliner and now headline shows everywhere. But you you ever look at this woman's post? It's like a beginning comedy. You know, it's like Chad. You never take this weekend away from me. It was awesome. It's like, I mean, oh, cause Kimmel, cause her last name's Kimmel. So everybody who owns a comedy club wants to be a comic. That's why they have a comedy club. They couldn't cut it in comedy. So they opened a comedy club and then they booked Jill Kimmel. Cause they think to themselves, if I book Jill Kimmel, maybe I'll get to be on Jimmy Kimmel one day through this relationship. Jill Kimmel can't get on Jimmy Kimmel. You know, so I I don't know what everybody thinks they're doing, but Jill Kimmel's working cruise ships and every once in a while she posts a story like a guy came up to me after the show and tried to give me a joke. And it's like, Hey fella, I'm a pro. I don't need your advice. If anybody wants me, I'll be at the bar. Like, you know, women who post this kind of stuff. I mean, it's Jill Carlson level. I, I, I mean, you know, I met this Jill Carlson uh, chick a while ago. We covered her on a recent uh, members only 
show. Join the overdose if you want to get access to that. Nobodylikesonions.com slash overdose. This woman is wild. I wasn't even planning on covering Jill. Jill. Uh, what's her fucking name? Not Kimmel. Carlson. I mean, a glimpse at this woman's Facebook and it's like, what the fuck is going on? And again, it's like the, you know, I don't want to pick on physical appearance. It's easy to do. I'm a disgusting blob. But it's always like the the women who like, I'm serious. If anyone ever wants you, you should hold on to dear life. It'll never come up again. You should grab onto any relationship you can get and just never, ever, ever let it go. You're that disgusting of a person inside and out. You know, again, we had to watch this woman just eat shrimp in her car. It was disgusting. Just imagine a fat, gross woman smelling of seafood, you know? It's bad enough we have April to scrimp out. So I I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. Join the overdose. Pick yourself something up in our store. If it's payday for you, head on over. Uh, today, uh, we're going to be launching Hackamania merch in the Nobody Likes Onion store. You want to grab yourself a Hackamania t-shirt, a Hackamania hat. Get ready for the event. Those will be in our store later today at nobodylikesonions.com slash store. Grab yourself something. Make yourself look nice. Do it once. Do it twice. Hey, treat yourself. Do it thrice. I don't know. It just rhymed. I'm sorry. I went to the dentist yesterday. And they had a new HD pictures of my teeth. I didn't like it. This should be the number one way they get people to like start taking care of their teeth. And it's not like I look, I brush and stuff, but I'll be the first one to admit the flossing, the water picking, the uh, fluoride treatment. I, I can't. And I do hear the buzzing, everybody. Believe me. I hear it. This studio is getting a full teardown video and audio this weekend. Cables have to be replaced. People have to be yelled at. It's driving me nuts. I know most people can't hear it. It's driving me fucking nuts. So I'll be going crazy. Anyway, I had to go to the uh, dentist yesterday. And then not only that, like, not only is like the dentist experience not pleasant, they had some new, they have a new system in there. <laughs> you know, I, I only go every six to 12 years. They have a new system in there where they, um, they, I know to use a water. I have a water pick. I just never, you know, I don't, you know what I don't like, you know what it is? And why are these on again? You know what it is? I have a button on my thing that when I do another show, I did a WATP on Tuesday and when I do another show, I have a button that just hides all this stuff. Um, no, that's not working now. How does that work? I go here and then back. Well, I thought I had a button. Anyway, I don't. Okay. Did I break everything now? Fuck me. Yeah, now I can't even get my chats on the screen. Oh, there they are. Uh, Waver, thank you for being a member for uh, nine months to full term. It's an onion. And Wizard Nug is gifting five memberships here, which makes my ding-dong move. 
Uh, Patrick cocking it up to Carl. Yes, 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 yes. Of course. Whatever you think is what's happening. So I don't even argue anymore. Yeah. Um, no, but when I do uh, like another show, I remove like the super tip QR code and all the overlays and stuff. So I turned all that off and I think the button is still like uh, programmed to turn the stream elements layer on or whatever. So now it turns all these fucking emotes back on and I can't turn them off. I have to like dive deep into the system to turn them off. So get ready to be annoyed all day long with the dink, the dink, the dink, the dink, the dink, the dink. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, the dentist sucks, and I don't know why we need to keep getting better technology at the dentist. They have this new wand that they stick in my mouth, and it's a video camera and a, and a still camera, but they can take, like, HD photos of your teeth. You're not... A human isn't supposed to see their teeth from those angles. I get it. The medical professionals need to, but I don't need to, on a monitor in front of my face, see... HD images of every bit of coffee stain or, you know, every filling you have. Enough's enough. Turn that monitor around. Uh, look at it in the back. I, I, I didn't go to dental school. Why do I have to look at gross teeth? I, I get it. My mouth's a cesspool. <laughs> they shouldn't show you that stuff. It's, it, 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 it's off-putting. You know, in an afternoon, yesterday I had a headache all day. I was going to wake up early. I had an alarm set. I was going to wake up early and do a bonus show for everybody, you know? And because uh, I was really feeling myself. I was on one. Is that what they say in the R&B? And yeah, I just had a I fucking like all night long. Yeah, there's nothing worse than a headache while you're trying to sleep. A headache that's so bad you can't sleep. So it was like 30 minutes before my alarm was supposed to go off, and I just fucking switched it off trying to get some rest. And then all morning a headache, and then I had the dentist. But today's looking up. Today's looking up. We got the overlays on. Everybody in the, the chat is happy. We're in a great mood. And we've got an amazing executive producer for today's program, Mr. Flamsey Greenspan. Flamsey Greenspan. He did a great job filming for us in Atlantic City. Give it up for Flimsy Greenberg, one of the one of the funniest chatters. He's up there. He's up there. You know what I like about him and what I hate about him. He's 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 uh reserved with his super chats. Now a lot of people would be like, I want a guy who super chats ten times a day. You know, that's what I want. And Flimsy won't do that. Flimsy won't even super chat every day. But when he super chats, he usually has something to say. And he usually puts it out there. And if you want to be like Flimsy, you can do that by just giving us a ton of money. Like Mr. Wizard Nug just did. You know, Wizard Nug had his day in the sun. He was an executive producer. And, um, and the, today, today he's continuing the spirit of giving. By just being one of the best NLO Sims money could buy. And we uh, we salute you, Wizard Nug, as well as all the other high rollers, including this. Look at this. Before the show even happened, DK sends in a super tip this morning. And I'm not kidding. He had to type this number, $27.82. Does it have significance? Does that mean something? 
Today is the 22nd of February. I'm looking for meaning in the numbers. 2782. Anybody? Anybody. Uh, DK says funeral this morning, but I still wanted to support the show. Anal queen meanies bestest phone friend stuttering is stuttering John. So shut up, Chad. Shut up, Chad. <laughs> uh, thank you, DK. Good luck at the uh, funeral. Oh, you know what? I mean, this is probably morbid to even think about, but I think I, uh, you know, DK had to skip Chad's um, show. He was supposed to be our guy filming, and he couldn't film Chad's show because of a family emergency. And I think that this must be related. I think that that family emergency was an illness or a truck accident. <laughs> Someone got hurt or injured or was ill. Someone passed away. And now it makes sense. You know, we're Thursday. We're, we're what, a week and a half, a little over a week and a half past the Atlantic City event. It makes sense. He has to go to this funeral for someone who died. And I've never heard this before. Smith's in the chat says, hope hope you caught the bouquet. <laughs> Why do you say bouquet? Bouquet. <laughs> hope you caught the bouquet. Why don't they turn, you know, there's not enough fun at funeral events. Hit the like button. You could, I want it, my, my funeral, I want um, a cotton candy machine. I want a corn maze, a haunted house. Um, feats of strength. I want like that hammer they have at the fair where you have to try to, you know, see how strong you are, but it really just embarrasses you in front of your girl. You ever been to the fair? And then, um, you know, I like that. A bouquet, maybe pin the tail on the donkey, some sort of, uh, candy filled, uh, pinata. Or Kleenex filled. I don't know. Just like, you know, make it fun. A dunk tank. Yeah, prop me up in the dunk tank like weekend at Bernie's. You know? And it's great because you don't even have to climb back out. You can literally tie a, tie a hoist under my arms or something. Like they do uh, like at a high school production of Peter Pan. Where they just lift the boy up and make him fly. It's usually a girl, right? Peter Pan. They lift the girl up and they make her fly around. Why is Peter Pan always played by a girl? And Tinkerbell is always played by a Minnesotan radio host with a tuft of hair on his head. Kraut Cat, if you're going to break my heart and only tease me with a half-hearted rendition of It's Time For, can I get that donkey lip squirrel ASMR? Are we going to have to start the show with this every day? The Donkey Lips ASMR video? Okay. Okay, for you. Just one time. I just wanted to send you a little ASMR. <laughs> That's what a chipmunk sounds like. Everybody, I just wanted to send you a little ASMR. That's what a chipmunk sounds like. Ugh. 
This is what it sounds like when a chipmunk eats. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. The last time I went to the dentist, right before he numbed me up, he told me I might feel a little prick in my mouth. Hey, buddy, we here at the Shuli Network. No, not today. Had a watch party for your Watt P appearance. Did they? I, for one, just want to say phenomenal job, pal. We love what you do. Keep up the great work, Chief. And please call me back when you get a chase. Humble brag. Hum- oh, wrist penis. This is getting, this is making me hate Shuli more. Shuli's not even doing anything. He's not here. He's not saying anything. He doesn't try to communicate with me. My relationship with Shuli is what I describe as perfect. Shut the fuck up and leave me alone. And this this voice is so realistic and so accurate. I'm not kidding. It may be the most accurate uh, AI voice we have. Listen, close your eyes and listen to it. I get shivers down my spine. I, my go- my gold gets cold when he talks. <laughs> hey, buddy. We here at the Shuli Network had a watch party for your Watt P appearance. I, for one, just want to say phenomenal job, pal. We love what you do. Keep up the great work, chief. See, I I, I just, it's too real to me. Shuli is creeping into your head. I Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I do think Carl keeps trying to, like, set us up. When I, I uh, months ago, you know, when I was initially having talks with Carl about the uh, Hackamania event, um, you know, he's like, "Oh, would you be? Uh, are you folding Shuli into this? Would you be interested in getting Shuli out to do some stuff?" And I was like, "No, no." Once again, I will say I don't want anything to do with Shuli. And he didn't fight me on it. He was just kind of like, all right, fair enough. Like, you and Truly don't have your thing. It's like, you know, no offense, but if a guy can't talk to me like a guy, it's like, it's the same with Chad and Gino. You know, it's like Chad, Chad thinks he wants to be part of stuff. Chad can't communicate like a human. Every email Chad sends is like, hey, bitch. (laughs) You know, it's like, no one wants to deal with a guy like that. Same with uh, with Gino. You know, everything's a game. Like, I never said that I wouldn't do. I never said that I was going to do. You ran with the thing. It's like, okay, next. And then, you know, poor Keanu. She's like, I'd like to do it. Don't let me in with Gino. It's like, you. the only reason you get to go places is because of Gino. You think Steel Toe is flying Keanu out to do a show? No. No. Aaron and April want to fuck Gino, and you come with him like a pilot fish. Mommy, Daddy, look at me. I went to school, and I got a degree. (laughs) All my friends call it the Big D, so I went to school, and I got the Big D. Wait, how many guys did you fuck? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Anyways, they call me the Big Z. Uh, I wish the Drunus Ogowskis was my dad. And then, uh, you know, last Friday or Thursday or whatever, Carl hit me up like, you want to do point dabble point? And again, they're trying to suck me into this stuttering John business. We, I touched on stuttering John last show. 
because it was Chad and Kate. We kind of follow them. I, I don't really know a lot about Stuttering John. I can't wrap my head around Stuttering John. I don't get it. I don't get it. And it's simply for the fact that I didn't watch Stern. I never, ever, ever watched Stern. Ever. I don't know anything about it other than Opie and Anthony's lens of Stern. Hoo-hoo, Robin. You know, that kind of stuff. It's all I know. All I know is that Stern is a bitch who would run to corporate and tell tell corporate that they better get Opie and Anthony to stop talking about him. Giant bitch. That's what I know about Stern. And boy, has that ever been validated in the past three years. Jesus Christ, what a bitch. <laughs> so, you know, that's what I know about Stern. So I don't have this thing. Like, I don't have a picture of Stuttering John ever being a with it popular guy. I don't get it. All I know about Stern, all I know about Stuttering John is like, He's an old leaky man who thinks he's like important and or funny. Anyone with an eyes and a brain can tell he's not like that. He's delusional, washed up, a drunk disappointment to his kids and ex-wife. You know, his kids are a disappointment and ex-wife are a disappointment to him. I there's no like I've I've looked through nine lenses. He's a he's a fat alcoholic, annoying, talentless loser. That that's all I see. So I ne it never clicked for me that like you know again I said I saw that video of him when he was younger and I went oh like he thinks he's like this long haired good looking in shape tough guy rocker with like the full force of the most powerful broadcaster in America behind him. So coming in like with fresh eyes and seeing what Stuttering John is now, I, I never got, I thought he was way more like retarded than he is. Don't get me wrong. He's very retarded, but I thought he was way more retarded because I was like, does this guy think he is? But now I see like he kind of was a thing. And that's why he's still like stunt. He's got that arrested development where he doesn't understand that he was a laughing stock the whole time. So it's it's confusing for me. I'm not really into it. Again, I didn't see the whole arc of the guy, so I guess it's not as compelling, at least to me. Um But yeah, uh, that's where I'm at with stuttering John. So I try not I'm you know, I'm not trying to do stuttering John. They try to rope me into this point dabble point, and then I'm like, Yeah, I guess I'll do it as long as Shuli's not on it, and then he's like, It is Shuli. And it's like, stop trying to put me with Shuli. I get it. Uh, you know, I, uh, people want to see it just because you know, something could happen. It could explode. I'm just going to, I'm going to tell him he's a fucking disingenuous liar. You know, I don't know how we would do a show together. I don't know how that would work. Wag you for you today. Get it before Rick does. Yeah, this is very true. Thank you. Mark Abatista is sending me, uh, it's arriving today, a Wagyu brisket. Now, I imagine this is American Wagyu. It's not going to be as delicious as that Japanese A5 steak that I cooked up last week. But American Wagyu nonetheless. And this is my first brisket from Snake River Farms. Now, look, I'm going to, I might this weekend do a live stream where I cook this brisket. Um, Maybe I'll do that on my, uh, on uh, my Patrick Melton channel. 
which you should all be subscribing to. Hit the like button. We're, we're under 100 likes. I've been doing this for 25 minutes. Why aren't we at 100 likes? Yeah, I'm going to go get grab this today. I'll do some of that holy, uh, holy cow rub on it tomorrow maybe, and maybe we'll do some live streaming of this uh, brisket cook. You know, most most of it's um, most of it's bad. You know, I'm not going to be streaming the whole thing because most of it's just ten hours of a thing in a closed up grill getting smoke. But I'd love for uh, me to found. You know, Mark Capatista seems to have some sort of uh, relationship with the Snake River Farms. I've heard great things about him. I've seen him on other barbecue channels. So if I can get some sort of sponsorship going with these guys for meats. Don't worry, I'll rustic cuck it up over here. Well, I, I swear to God, we'll name the studio Snake River Farms uh, Studios. And and I'll only talk about meat. We'll change the whole direction of the show. We'll get out of the dabbleverse and get into the barbecue. Bar- barbecue. Shut up, it's early. Thank you, Mark. I will be picking that up today. I will be going to the post office today. All your stickers are going out. If you ordered stickers in the past month and a half, they're going out. Everybody's been so patient, not bugging me, except for the guy that ordered them two weeks ago. He can't let it go. Two weeks ago, and I've gotten three emails. Where are my stickers? Where are my stickers? Where are my stickers? They're not there yet. Keep checking. The only item I mail out myself from my house. So, you know, I'm only doing it every quarter. So chill out. There's stickers. If you're an adult man sending emails about stickers, get it together. No one's forgotten you. You'll get your stickers and a magnet from Flat Cat Jessica. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Wizard Nugs says I ordered stickers months and months ago. Yeah. They're never coming. Get over it. I got, I got people sending me brisket. Why would I send you stickers? Surely he's buying views and gift memberships, mate. When I see him, I'm taking a swing. I don't think that's true. There's still... Oh, yesterday, I think somebody actually did buy... Um, um, surely a bunch of fake memberships, allegedly. I didn't see it, but apparently he got like a thousand gifted memberships yesterday. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Look, some of them have to be real, but I imagine a lot of them are not real. And uh, this might suck. Uh, I, I have been thinking about no! the incident ever since it occurred. And I find no other perfect way to apologize to you other than this letter. Please allow me to express how unimaginably important you are to me and that I can never imagine my life without you. Losing you scares me big time. As selfish as it may sound, I really want to share every good or bad moment with you. Jesus Christ. Just like we have been since forever. If you are ever in Alabama, I have an extra room for you in the tunnels. (laughs) In the tunnels, he said. Get it? The Jew tunnels. Holy shit. Holy shit. Uh, Somebody said, why is Bob British? Isn't it amazing that people can't tell the difference between Australian and British? British is, you sound like you're from London. Australia is, get a dog up ya. (laughs) That's a real insult in Australia. Get a dog up ya. 
take a dog, a canine dog, doe, a deer, a female dog, and get it up ya. That's a real insult in Australia. They'll, they'll tell you to take a dog and shove it up your ass. A full dog, a full dingo. Get a dog up ya. That's a crime here in America. You're not allowed to put a dog in your ass. Trust me, I've checked. Get a dog up ya. <laughs> Get a dog up ya. Fair ding. Okay, we're not doing this. The point is, that sounded South African. They're actually similar. South Africa. South Africa is a little more punchy. South Africa. <laughs> I'm not good at accents, but I can recognize them. I can tell South Africa from Australian. South, Af- South Africa is a little more punchy. It's a little more. Oh, see, now I'm losing it. Just trust me. It's there. English people beat off. Australian people crack a fat. Whew. If you say so. All right, we have Steel Toe, and then we have a bunch of broken women to get to today, including, I'm not kidding you, we're going to hear today from Kathleen Ann Meany's mother, Mary Ann Halford. We're going to hear, you know, people saying, why do you keep bringing Kate's mom into this? No, 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 no. Today we have exclusive video of uh, Marianne Halford, Kate's mother, telling us about her daughter. You're not going to find this on any other station today, so stay tuned to Nobody Likes Onions. We've got the exclusive. Marianne Halford telling us about her little girl. And it's a very different picture than the one we've come to know and love. Um, do you think she's talking about her daughter hunting cocaine all over the city? No. Do you think she's talking about her daughter uh, being fond of gentlemen in their 50s? No. Do you think that she's talking about her daughter uh, getting railed up the ass while bent over ad infinitum? No, no, no. She has a totally different picture of her daughter. And she's going to paint it. And then we're going to ruin it. Because the paint wasn't paint. It was liquid shit that leaked down her leg after a good old rogering. It's British. It's a, it's a rogering in British. It's a, it's a shag in British. And in... Uh, what are they in... Um, what do they call it in in uh, Australia? Not a shag. Oh, what's the fucking way? See, I've been gone from Australia too long. I'm losing the culture. Ah, oh, fuck. What do they call They have another rude, rude glottal stop word. A root. <laughs> a root. Yeah, that's it. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get a root. I'm trying to get a root. You know, because your dick is like your your root. It's a root. <laughs> you guys are gross. You guys are really fucking gross. And then I and then I was in uh, the. Uh, you don't even need to know that. You don't need to know that. All right, we have three clips from Steel Toe. I have Tuesday night. I have Wednesday morning, and I have this morning. The show that just keeps getting more and more bizarre 
keeps getting more and more bizarre. Someone sent this to me. This is a uh, this is a clip of Aaron and April talking a little bit about how they never hated Melton. They know what Melton is. This is interesting. Here we go. I don't even know where this came from with me. He went out of his way to Photoshop me into pictures and videos. They're talking about Jesse P.S. right now. Of apparently my life with him. Like we're married and all this shit and things we're going to do. And can about I tell you, marriage. I don't know what that can was. Can I tell you what happened? Oh, yeah. Two please. things. Two things. Because he's a Red Bar stan. Okay. Red Bar started talking about us. Okay. And then Red Bar stopped. And then he saw Patrick Melton's channel. Because he's a Red Bar guy. So he follows Melton. Okay. He saw Patrick Melton's... So Red Bar guys follow Melton? Do you, do you follow this logic? Now, I, I'm not sure, but didn't Jesse P.S. and Red Bar have a fall... Like, have... You know, Red Bar's had a thing with everybody, so this doesn't really make sense. But are they friends? I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I haven't watched Red Bar in five years. I have no idea what's going on with Red Bar. But is he friends with Jesse P.S.? But Aaron's logic is here, like... He's a Red Bar fan, so he watches Melton. I had no idea that, that was a thing now. Hi to all the Red Bar fans who now watch Melton. Channel go from 13 live viewers at a time to three or 400 at a time just because he talked about Steel Toe. Okay, so again, you know, in Aaron's, this gets different every time. But in Aaron's head, I had 13 live viewers, and then we found Steel Toe, and now we have 400. You know, Chad does the same thing. They stole all my fans. It's it's the worst possible scenario for you to say. You know, if you want to go, Melton talked about Steel Toe. That got him a lot of heat. And so he got popular. Fine. When you go like, like Chad does and say, Melton stole all my fans. How does that occur? How does that occur? How does one chicken place steal business from another chicken place? How does a pizza place earn the business over another pizza place? How does a dentist get more return customers than another dentist? Well, they provide excellent service. They provide delicious food. They provide compelling entertainment at a higher level than what they were getting, right? Right. For instance, I'll never go back to... uh, Carver Steak in Resorts World. I've been. Uh, it's shit. They fucked my steak up. And when you're paying $200 for a meal, you want it right. You want them to nail it. So I go to Barry's. Barry's is my new top, top tier steakhouse in Vegas. I'm not against Oscars. I'm not against Hanks. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not opposed to Jean-Georges, but I go back where I'm treated right, where I get a good meal, where I love the value. I'm so hyped up because I'm going there this weekend. Um, You know, you you go back to where you're being served the best. So for Chatter or Steel Toe to be like, Melton got nothing, he found us, now he gets hundreds. It's like, okay. Moody posted an interesting graph in our Discord yesterday showing views on the YouTube channels NLO versus Steel Toe. And sure enough, when Melton discovered Steel Toe, the views do go up exponentially. But what also happens is the Steel Toe numbers fall off at an alarming rate. 
So even if what you're saying is true, isn't it embarrassing? Your numbers suck. You couldn't get 400 viewers live if you tried these days. Even when you're on one platform, we've seen it. 200 on Rumble, 300 on YouTube, two on Kick, four on Twitter. We get it. And you're trying everything, you know. He's got Odyssey and Cameo and we're thinking about going to what's the what's the other one that they all want to get on now? Jumanji. I, I don't know. But your listeners have left you. They've left you. You've driven them away. You know, the, the the best part of it is I think I'm like a virus. I like it's like Independence Day. I flew up into your mothership. I flew up into your rot pocket. Rot pockets. And I just I just planted a seed of doubt in your head about you. Because you know you've done nothing. You know your career's a sham. You know you've never been on radio. You paid to be on radio. Anybody can do that. Anybody tomorrow can go find a public access station or one of these rent-a-channels. It's, it's what most people who have been on radio do. Again, uh, speaking of Red Bar, Red Bar used to do this back back in the day. Genesis Broadcasting. Every six minutes there was a commercial break. But he got to tell everybody he was on real radio. And I guess that carried some clout. And guys like Aaron who are in Minnesota are just, you know, behind the times anyway. Again, they laugh at they're laughing at inward jokes and stuff. They're they're twenty years behind. Aaron, I I, I have a feeling Aaron listens to like best of O and A from two thousand five, and just laughs and laughs and goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna recreate this." Comedy Shaman did that too. I'm gonna bring back what O and A used to be. It's like that moment's passed. You fucking, I mean, it's just your anachronisms of 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 life. It doesn't work that way anymore. Like you 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 you're you're just an a relic of the past trying to recreate it for no reason. So this this is amazing cope right here from Steel Toe. I love it. Okay. And so Jesse thought, I'm going to get in on that Steel Toe viewership because Jesse's never oh. seen it. Again, like, as if Steel Toe is this well we can all draw from that had tons of listeners. No, 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 no. Three, four hundred. And then people. get it. I'm going to get under Aaron uh, from Steel Toe. I'm going to get it under his skin. Right. By saying that I've got this marriage with April and she's mine. And right. Like, look at all the shit we do and look at the sex positions we do. And, oh, look oh. at how good I fuck her and all that. Who's saying this? Do they just make shit up? <laughs> you know? What? That oh, shit. No. I'll never forget. I was sitting out hunting this last fall in, like, September or October. And I saw this shit pop up in my notifications and i'm like i don't know if i should be appalled or pity you this is so sad jesse from pot awful might be in the most dire need of vitamin d than any person i've ever seen i picture him as really pale what are we looking at we're looking at two people who eat mayonnaise salad in bed two of the most pale people on earth and again i'm very pale but this is these are these are the battles they pick. This guy is, doesn't have a big show and he's pale. It's like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, oh shit, I lost my spot in the chat here. Yeah, Trent Gray says Mersh is at least entertaining when he spurgs out. I find Mersh entertaining 
typically. I would. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the point. I- I've tried to watch Mersh when it's not a clip of Mersh of something noteworthy to watch. It- it's unwatchable. When Mersh is just talking normally or like covering a video, he's not even good. Like Mersh can't watch clips. It's so bad. He provides nothing entertaining when he watches a clip. I- I've tried it 10 different times. The only thing funny about Mersh is when he's going on a rant about being a high roller, when he's talking about an upcoming trip or recapping a trip that just occurred, or when he's like doing a dab that's so severe he can't remember how to talk. Like these are the funny things about Mersh. There's no funny clip that exists of Mersh watching a, you know, talking about an issue or watching a clip. It's like, again, he does this ROTC political show with this drag queen guy. I mean, that Royce guy looks like his beard is drawn on at Hamburger Mary's. It's bad. So, uh, Mersh, normally he finds compelling. Interesting. Listen to a drunken rant from Mersh, like always. He's very funny. Uh, Kyle says, Keanu and Gino are big NLO fans. It's fine. There's nothing wrong. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah, but they watch it for certain reasons. Yeah. It's not like they're... uh... Gino even... That's this is great. This one's great. Keanu and Gino hate watch Melton. I know I always try to call in and be a part of shows I hate. I know I always want the show I hate to make a voice out of me for their AI system. I know that I always ask to come be a part of live events when I hate a show. I know uh, this is that is that is what hate watching is. Good point. It says when he starts lying about my buddy Aaron, I turn him off. It's dog shit. Gino says when Melton starts lying about my buddy Aaron, I turn. No, he doesn't. First of all, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He stays in the chat and argues with everybody about the merits of Aaron. That's what that's what happened. You think he turns it off? When he starts lying about my buddy Aaron, I turn it off. I mean, what a fucking punk Gino would be if that was true. Is it, Gino, is that true? Did you send a... Has Gino ever said those words? When he starts lying about my buddy Aaron, I turn it off. Look, I like fun. This is like every fat girl in the office. I get jokes. I like fun. But when he starts lying about my buddy Aaron, I turn it off. <laughs> when he starts lying about my buddy, why I oughta? Yeah. Yeah. He, they, he hates Kevin and he hates Chad. So yes. Gino watches that. Yes. Yep. That's why Gino watches. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Listen to this now. This is my favorite part. Like I said, we've, all, we've always said we don't really hate Patrick Melton. We just kind of nothing him. I'm- April has said the words, I hate that guy. I hope he dies. I hope his wife leaves him. She She's absolutely made a voodoo doll of me out of duct tape and done things to it. This is, this is true. They lumped me and Chad and Muttering Jay together. Now, I don't know who Muttering Jay is. You know, just, again, a loser on Twitter with too much time who thinks he's, like, really stirring stuff up. Uh, all these guys, you know, and a lot of shows give them a lot of, like, 
clout. They are like, don't fuck with Muttering Jay. He'll fuck your life up. He won't. He won't. This is another fucking lost loser who, who ju- who's, again, just autistic and can't stop posting the same stuff. He's never been a threat to anybody. I, I get most people freak out about stuff like that on the internet. I've been on the internet a long time, dog. You posting that I rape young girls or something, that doesn't hurt me. You know why? I don't rape young girls anymore. So, you know, it just doesn't, like, it doesn't, things that aren't true don't phase people who are steadfast in their truth, <laughs> so to speak. It's just like, people, and I know, I understand Aaron and like all these fucking simpletons. They get like, well, you don't want muttering Jay. He'll never let you, he'll never let, it's like, good, good. I, I really want people focusing on shit that isn't real. It keeps them busy. Wh- whatever will I do if muttering Jay doesn't stop post about me raping a girl? I mean, I, I think that's what he posts. He had something about like Melton. Yeah. Patrick's law. Uh, that's why young young children are not allowed unsupervised within 500 feet of a buffalo wild wings it's called patrick's law (laughs) that's where he gets them i love jesse ps i'm wearing less makeup because you exposed my new job melton i love apples wink wink oh god no i'd rather i really would rather all the fucking like haters and spurgs focus on shit like that it's like yeah yeah Dive deep on that story. Keep digging. One day you'll uncover the truth. And boy, will the internet be there to listen. Uh, Jason Bentley, who I assumed was dead. Sorry to change the subject, but we've had no luck in finding sweet tango apples in Georgia. Can you ship us some? You already have my address and credit card info. I'm trying to eat healthier to get get rid of this golf ball on a tee look. Oh, no. Is that what, did I hurt Jason Bentley by saying he looks like a golf ball on a tee? So do I, by the way. I've described my body type on several dating sites as a cake pop. (laughs) Just you, you, you are one of those short stubby tees and I'm one of the long tees, you know? It's just a matter of personal preference. Sweet hangos. Sweet tangos. I've actually, I've switched apples again. I've switched apples again. Flimsy Greenberg says, we have sweet tangos up here. Overrated apple, if I'm being frank. Fuck. I, I won't accept that. Everybody, everybody I've told to try those apples is now their favorite apple. So get the fuck out of here. What are you eating? Cosmic crisps? Get out of here. Get out of here. You you act like I didn't tell you about co- cotton candy grapes. You had a cotton candy grape? It's exactly what they taste like. It's exactly what they taste like. Anyway, I guess Bentley's uh, mad about his golf ball body. I'll be sending you some apples to make up. You have my credit card number? Okay, I'll charge you for apples and I'll send those out. Wouldn't he? What? He would die if I actually sent apples to his house. He'd be like, "This is crossing a line." My wife felt uncomfortable. We got a package of apples. (laughs) Oh God! 
Oh, 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 Zampic. <laughs> Remember when they had those ads for Zempic and they tried to they tried to put it with that song? Oh, oh, it's magic. You know, now you can eat things real slow. I don't even know what Ozempic is or how it worked. I've always said, like, hating takes too much effort. For, it, for me, like, I just can't put that much, like, attention to it. Like, So, I, I, you know, I'm too lazy to do this, but one of our Clippers can do it. They, they were losing their mind about Melton and Chad. They said these words. They're mentally ill. They're dangerous. They're doxing our family. They're sending people to our house. He said this about me, and I've never done any of this. But he lumped me together with Chad. They're ex-wives, children, doxing, uh, our parents' house, our vehicles. We we made a mistake. We don't want to be involved with these guys. April has cried about Melton. They've said it. We've watched them for a year squirm about this stuff. And now Moody has the audacity to say, like I always said, Melton's, we don't hate Melton. It's not a big deal. He never did anything to us. We don't care. What? You pondered getting a lawyer to come after me. Your wife did say she hates me. You guys said that I've done, you said that I sexualized April. You said that I doxed you. You said that I went after your children. You said that I went after your ex-wife, Aaron. You said that, you said that, you know, uh, I was trying to get you in trouble with the law. You, you cried. You've cried about it. And now it's like, we never minded Melton. He's just a troll. Like I've said. Like I've said. He always does this. Like I said. It's like, you said. We know what Patrick is. Yeah. We know what the gimmick is. We understand that, you know, he's a he's a character. He's not a real guy. And we know how our life is, so it's not Aaron's a real guy. Melton's not a real guy. Like that changes anything. Yeah. And, and yeah. So they just said he's never affected us in any way. It's never changed anything. Listen to this. The stuff he says is not particularly offensive. It's not no. particularly Again, they had to get away from me because I was too personal. And mentally ill. Remember that they use these words. He's dangerous. He's mentally ill. We have to get out of this world. Melton goes low. Melton goes after our house, our kids, our family, our, our, everything. Her, her mom. April cried about it. Cried. They've said this. It's not fake. They've said it. And now they go, like we always said, Melton's no big deal. Melton never did anything to anybody. It's never hurt us funny it's, it's not yeah it's not threatening it's just yeah, it's not threatening at all that's why they had to run and eject from the world he's try hard there is no try he yeah he never stops trying to get us but it's never point in taking these people on the internet seriously i've wrecked your fucking world you minnesotan midwits your life is over it's fundamentally changed because of me liars You can say anything you want. You can say anything you want. You can feel any way you want to feel. It doesn't change facts, motherfuckers. Look at bar graphs and let me know.
You got again, you guys act like these metrics aren't publicly available. We see the daily views. We see the total views. We see the income now. Shout out to John's neglected cat. Tuesday, three people, Johnny Crutches, April Emholt, and Aaron Emholt did seven hours of radio and netted $66. Come the fuck again? Three people did seven hours of radio and made $66. That is not 10 an hour. Split three ways. That's 22 for those of you doing the math at home. $22 for a day's work. This doesn't include show prep, posting, thumbnails. It doesn't include anything off air. $66. It's sad. It's pathetic. It's embarrassing. Jason Bentley just gifted 10 motherfucking memberships. And that is $50. Unless he signed into some Argentinian account in which it's almost $3. Okay? What are we doing, Aaron? What are we doing? You can sit and pretend like Melton never did anything to us. It's low-hanging fruit. We know that guy's not a real guy. It's a real... Did a not real guy fuck your life? Did a not real guy just stick in his e-penis and rape your show? I'm confused. Because, again, you guys just keep posting bigger and bigger L's. I'd be like, well, Melton is a fucking expert troll. And he's great at manipulating people and lying to them. So, of course, he was able to systematically take us down with his autistic-like attention to our program. That'd be saying one thing. He keeps downplaying me. But I wrecked you. I've wrecked your life. I mean, say it any way you want. I've wrecked your life. So when you come out and go, Melton's a nobody. Melton's not talented. Melton's low-hanging fruit. Melton's a loser. He's not really ever done anything to us. And yet, everyone sees your graphs. Everyone sees your numbers. Everyone. Everyone sees your show decimated. And you keep going, the guy who did it is a bitch. The guy who did it's a cuck. It makes you look even weaker. It makes you look even weaker. It's it's like Aaron bragging about his boxing prowess when he got beat by an 18-year-old kid. He's had two fights. He's lost them both. One was an 18-year-old kid, and now he teaches boxing. Okay, why not just start teaching podcasting? Why not hang it up and just start teaching broadcasting? Why not show everyone else how to build a successful show that earns $66 a day? (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, it, it really is nuts. It really is pathetic. I'm sorry. Thank you, Jason Mentley, for the 10 gifted memberships. Also, Wizard Nug gifting five memberships. I appreciate that. Waver and B Smiley are here. We're just in need of Pulper. 
to round things out. LL Cooley, Carl has this group of losers he drags around with him that live off Stut Joe, Shuley, and the Potato. Um, he already dragged Vinny Paulino into the show. Um, okay. Yeah, I do. I do have to fly five people out for Carl to do his podcast. I have five hotel rooms, five flights for Carl to play clips and make fun of him. I don't know why he has, I don't know who the people are on, on, uh, WATP and I don't know how it works. Um, cause again, I only watch the clips. I really only watch the clip. Can we get rid of these things? I really don't know how to turn them off, but have we not gotten 10 memberships yet? It still just keeps dinging and dinging and dinging and dinging. Okay. It's done. Yeah. I got to fly five people out. Producer, Chris, his wife. Um, I don't know who that other guy is. And then he asked me for a sixth recently, and it's like, I, I can't afford. It's a thousand bucks a person for a flight in a hotel. You know, easy. And I don't know. I don't know why you need a, a, a table of five dudes. And then they have that, yeah, Lucy tight box. But I, I, I'm, I'm, this isn't an insult or anything. Again, I watch all the clips. I'm friends with Carl, you know, but I feel like people go like, you're not allowed to say anything bad or, or criticize I don't know what the Lucy Tightbox chick does. She's always there. She rarely says anything. At least, again, on the clips that I watch. Like, she's there, but she rarely says anything. I don't know. And then there's producer Chris, Vinny, his wife, Lucy Tightbox, Carl, and one other per- there's one other person. I can't even remember. Andy? Who's I don't even know who Andy is. So I guess they need all these people to play stuttering John clips and laugh. So that's gonna cost about six grand to fly these people out. <laughs> now again, I think he'll sell enough tickets to Carl hasn't even really mentioned it on the show. The clip he put out yesterday with me on it was the first time he really mentioned Hackamania. To his audience. And we did sell some tickets yesterday, but, um, yeah, I think, I, I think he'll, he'll be pushing them. I, I don't even want to talk about it. Tickets are selling. Get your tickets. Uh, Max Springle, wonder if your phone is affected from the outage. Oh yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, there, I guess there's a major cell phone outage today in the United States and, and, uh, um, Steel has been telling people they need to donate to see if the phones work. Test your phone. Donate. Send in some money to Steel Toe. And see if the phones work. King Louie Louie. Aaron, I always feel like somebody's watching me. And I get no privacy. Oh. Donnysburg, Tokyo. Topia. Don't stop on Steel Toe Media Show until they're home homeless. Uh, nobody wants that. Come on. T.O. Hank. Yo, Melton. Can't talk. I'm jogging on the beach. This is my favorite new bit, T.O. Hank. So now Jason Bentley's mad. I called him a golf ball. He wants me to ship him apples as an apology. T.O. Hank uh, is mad at me because he made up something that I called him the big fat guy. I ne- that didn't happen, but I'll never live it down. Lev Kramer, member for 34 months. Wow. Almost three years on YouTube. You're a baby. 
No, 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 no. If you listen to Chad, I've been doing YouTube for 15 years and only have 10,000 fans. I definitely didn't just start uh, doing shows on YouTube in 2021. Shh. That ruins the narrative. That ruins the narrative. Melton's been doing this for 20 years and nobody even listens to him. Right, right. Uh, Jason Bentley says, I'm not mad or dead, just impersonating someone who works for a living this week. Now hurry up and ship me the apples, you fat fuck. I, somebody sourced some sweet tango apples in Georgia for me. I, you think I'm kidding, Bentley. You watch. When apples show up at your house, I don't want to hear shit. And I expect Mrs. Bentley to bake something delicious, some turnovers or some pies, and I expect her to send me one of those. I'll send you apples. You send me pies. Straight to my belly, straight to my thighs. Don't tell me secrets. Don't tell me lies. Send me those apples. You would be wise. That's a little uh, rhyme I made up for the Bentleys. Uh, Krautcat, I can't find any sweet tangos in the state of Washington, and we're kind of known for the whole apples thing. Pink ladies for life. You know, it's interesting. Tiff told me, and I can't imagine why I'd divulge this information publicly to everybody. Tiff told me she's going to uh, drive to um, Hackamania alone. And I've never heard anything more sad and pathetic in my life. And then she said, if you want, I can bring crackers and cheese and apples. And I was like, okay, well, now I'm listening. Now I'm listening. Because I got to tell you, I'm a, I'm a can and a half through the cheese. <laughs> she sent me three more cans of that delicious cheese. And I find myself just sitting there with a butter knife chipping off shales of it. There's something about the casein, right? They say it's hyper-addictive, this cheese. But, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, uh, <laughs> she just goes, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm just saying, set up roadblocks and catch her. She's going to be speeding alone from wherever she lives. And um, she's going to bring apples, crackers, and cheese. So we're going to, uh, yeah, I think this will be a good plan, Tiff. Uh, let me throw you some money for the budget. I think you just prepare a spread. Instead of me barbecuing, let's take all the pressure off. It's just Tiff's spread. <laughs> hey, did you guys see Tiff's spread? Where? What? Where? No canned cheese. Again, the bologna factory, your white trash is showing. I, I really. What are, what are people thinking when I say canned cheese? I'm not, I'm not kidding you. This is the best sharp cheddar cheese I've ever had in my life. But I think when you say it comes in a can, like people go like, uh, it's like cheese whiz. It doesn't squirt. They, they just put it in a tin can to age it, to vacuum seal it. It's not, it doesn't have a spout or a nozzle. But I, again, I really think people who have only been down the great value cheese aisle hear canned cheese and go like, uh, no, I don't. Canned cheese. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This is gourmet. It's good, good cheese. You know, you know how like when you get a good uh, wedge of cheese from your favorite monger, it, it's it's dipped in wax. You know why they do that to make it airtight. 
to seal it for it to age. It's, it's no di- that's all they're doing when they put it in a can. You guys are like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And then the bologna factory is like, I only put the sharpest of cheddars in my grill. I'm telling you all, you're fucking retarded. And this is why Tiff has to bring it. She's got she's to gotta switch out her good years for wheels of cheese when she drives down. And um, you'll all see. She's got to be a cheese ambassador. That's what it's going to take. That's what it's going to take. And now I got to send apples to Sweet Tang to, to Krautcat? Please. Uh, hey, buddy, I've been meaning to ask you about this uh, Lords of Vegas gang. I think that is something I would be interested in. Is there an application fee? If so, can I use gifted memberships as a payment yes, method? Yes, yes. pal. Argentinian ones. No. Mindfuhrer Patrick does not need your kind seeing more money than you ever have in your life. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, Carl, you want five tickets and hotel. We'll let me book you first class on fuck you airlines in the finest room in your mother's cunt. The preceding message from Patrick is what was going through his mind when talking with Carl. If John died doing something heroic... Shuli and Carl would be blowing guys for money the following week. No, look, I, I, uh, you know, I know people like love or hate Carl. Half the people don't really like Carl. It, that's your business. And again, you don't have to, if you come to Hackamania, you don't have to watch Carl if you don't want to. I'll be watching. I'm interested uh, to see it. And again, you might just like it. You might hang out. I invited Carl because I knew I knew Carl could probably sell about a hundred tickets, maybe two hundred tickets on his own. You know, I guess Detroit he sold two hundred tickets, but somebody told me that that's like not not real numbers because he has like some big following in Detroit or some show he does collabs with a lot lives in Detroit. Look, that's not the point. I knew we could probably sell five fifty to a hundred tickets on our own. Like if I just invite like Tukey out and and um, Pat Dixon or Ray or you know sm- a smaller event, I knew we could do fifty, a hundred people. I- I'd rather have it be two hundred, three hundred people and uh, a little bigger event and have the opportunity to pay people a little money. You know, again, I want to send Carl home with a few thousand bucks. I'd love to send Ray home with five hundred bucks. I'd love to send Pat Dixon home with five hundred bucks. I'd love to send. Um, you know, the other comics who do spots on the show, I'd like to give them a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks, whatever it is. But we can only do that if the show's profitable. And an event for 50 people and an event for 300 people are going to kind of cost me the same to do. So it behooves me to spend an extra five, six grand getting Carl and his people out to be a part of it. Not Again, it's not like it's a bad fit or anything. And I like Carl. Carl's always been cool to me. Carl's always been nice to me. I I understand that a lot of you are still in high school and you're like, but he a nerd. I'm a nerd. You're a nerd. I hate to tell everybody that's watching this program, you're a loser and a nerd. That's what this is. So embrace it or eject. Be all in or get the fuck out. You are not too good for this. You are not better than any of this. 
even the people who are hate watching this at its core to put it down are not better than this by the very virtue that you're watching it. So even even if you're hate watching and making fun of it, you know, same can be said for me. Uh, I'm making fun of Steel Toe, a bunch of nobodies. That, in essence, kind of shrouds me in being a nobody. And it's just the way it is. And I'm fine with it. But no, I'd rather have a bigger event where everybody has the potential to make money and come out and have a good time. And we don't have to worry about it. And and I, I'll just say, I, I can officially say it. We're in the black. Hackamania is in the black. Um, every ticket sold uh, from here on out will be probably go straight to the pockets of the creators coming out. Um. So it's it's allowed me to get to a point of not worrying about the event much faster. Again, I'm confident that we could have got there. Carl hasn't even start, started selling tickets and pushing it yet. He really hasn't. So I expect another 150 tickets to be sold over the next two months. But if the event happened this weekend with the amount of tickets we've sold, it would be a great event and there would be a lot of people out for it. So I'm happy with it. It's already a big stress off my shoulders because of the way we've done it. And hopefully everybody gets to go home with some money in their pocket and everybody has a great time because it's a weekend full of events. I posted a schedule up, by the way, hackamania.com. There is some new information on there, some frequently asked questions and a tentative schedule. This schedule will no doubt change. Hackamania.com is where you can get tickets. May, uh, May 31st through June 2nd. And again, that schedule will be filled out, but it's kind of there for you to be able to like make logistical plans. When do I need to get to Vegas? When should I plan to roll out of Vegas? Uh, it'll just kind of give you an idea of that. But I get, I'm not asking you to be enthralled by everything going on at Hackamania. That's by nature of the event uh, this size, you're not going to want to see everybody. It's like, like if you went to Skankfest, they have comics on all day long. And you don't care about at least half of them. And you're not going to see half of them because you can't because they got five comedy shows going on at once. You've got to pick. If you've ever been to any kind of music festival, this this is what it's like. There's three stages and two bands you might like are on at the same time. You're going to have to pick. And at certain times, there'll be three bands you don't give a fuck about on all three stages. And you can either go watch one or you can go drink with your friends and use the porta potty you're really allowed to do anything you want. Thank you, T.O. Hank. That's funny. I like you. T Tigger7474. Justice for T.O. Hank F. Shuley. Chris Dyer. I got my buddy to get his Hackamania VIP ticket uh, yesterday. How many are left? Um, I don't want to say how many VIP tickets are left, but I would... I'd estimate in the next week all the VIP tickets will be gone and there will be no, there's no other way just to be clear of VIP tickets this means most Carl fans will not be VIPs this is just because the way Carl's decided to do it he he's not really pushing that show yet his show's March 20th he wants to kind of really go full throttle hammering that and I get it you know that's your next event so of course that's your priority um I I I'd cautiously say 
that if you don't, if you want a VIP ticket and you do not get it in the next week, they will be gone. They will be gone. And, and just to be clear, there are only 50 VIP tickets total. There will be no more VIP tickets available. There will be not another wave released. There are also a limited number of early, early bird tickets, just total tickets for sale right now. Um, and those could run out in the next two weeks. The early bird tickets are going to last through at least uh, the first week of March. And then the price is going to go up. And, um, yeah, there'll be definitely be no more VIP tickets ever, ever, ever released. But that's just where we're at. I, I, I know everybody wants to talk shit about it and say we're bluffing and we're not selling tickets. And it's, you know. But I, I've warned you. I've told you. We are. We are, and uh, when they're gone, they're gone. There will be no, oh, man, can I just get one more VIP? New, no, new, no. <laughs> not available. Chori, Chor, wait, I got two of these things on. Chori, Queen, but Patrick, according to some fucktard on BYB, most of Steel Toe's money comes from Venmo now. That's why his YouTube numbers are down. Yeah, well, Borgo was in our chat the other day, and he was like, do you want me to tell you how much money I send to Kevin off of uh, Super Chats? And it's like, A, no, I don't. A, no, I don't. I really don't care. And B, uh, Kevin yesterday said that Borgo Venmoed him to, or Zelled him 200 bucks. So, uh, look, I'm not, Kevin's not lying. I'm sure he does get a few hundred bucks every day off the old Super Chat system. This is why, like, you really can't count money. And then, and then I thought John's neglected cat said he wasn't going to put values on, on gifted memberships anymore. But then yesterday's numbers, there were values back on gifted memberships. So I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. But there's a million ways that you're never going to be able to count people's money. Sure, when it's on the screen, Tori Queso, five dollars. But but okay, how much was this worth? As the operations manager at Steel Toe Entertainment, I know the data, but I can't explain it to Mubi because he'll cry and I'll have to hold him for days, which is so annoying. Most of our viewers were hate watchers, but it's like using a dirty scope. You hate that deer and using an old scratched up muddy scope makes it hard to kill that bitch. Then you find a scope with cleaner optics and better zoom and you want to use that scope. You are that scope. Great job, Patrick. You are being the change we all want to see in this world. Jesus saying a Hebrew prayer for you this morning, Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu um, um, Melech Haolam Asher Kidshanu Mitzvotav That's way better cuz she rolls her Rs. Hold on, when I play that, can I I can't scrub forward though, right Moody? That's the one we got to work on. Scrubbing. Anyway, those are the ones you can't tell the value, right? The uh, the AI chats. They're like Venmos. They're blind to you. How much was this worth? Don't talk about my mama. Uh, Marie, you will be hearing from my lawyers. You will be hearing from my lawyers. Uh, Anonymous says Sweet Tangos are at Sprouts Market in Georgia. Yeah, we have Sprouts here. You guys have Sprouts? You guys into Sprouts? 
Um. All right. This right. Kind of, I guess what it is. Yeah. Uh, Pot awful looks like a Leonard Skinnerd member who was at Auschwitz. Says Femi. Yeah, we Lemmy. are gonna have to. All right, here. This is. Um, Am I gonna need to like take a shower after seeing this picture? He's. I mean. Oh no. What the fuck is this? Pot awful's Twitter. <laughs> oh my god. Is he? Uh, is he shitting on me and Nick now too? Oh my god. Wait a minute. Where's Pot awful's? Uh, Oh, no. So, anyway, I thought that was great. They've rewritten the history on Melton. They said, you, we never took Melton seriously. We've always said that guy is not a threat. Low-hanging fruit. You said I was mentally ill and fucking with your family. I'd gone too far. I was dangerous. You said all this. You Again, you act like your show isn't recorded, liar. This this goes this is the boxing thing. Remember, he literally like I'll fly Melton out here and smack him around. I don't think I said that. I didn't say that. And then they played it to him, and he's like, "Well, I didn't mean it like that." Literally, then then the famous one they did with Shuli. He's like, "Shuli can't help it because he's a fucking dirty Jew." And I don't mean that as a joke. I mean he just can't help it. That's how the dirty Jews do. And then the next day, after Shuley called him out about it and tried to flag his show for hate speech, I think, he was like, it was a joke. It's like he literally says it wasn't a joke. <laughs> now, look, I, I get it. You know, I say things aren't a joke all the time, and they're 100% a joke. This entire program is a joke. Um, some of you went and bought Bitcoin because <laughs> you thought I was serious about it. No, 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 no. Bitcoin's a scam. I just say that's to throw the pores off. Bitcoin is not a scam. This is not financial advice, but you, if you're not buying Bitcoin, you will be poor forever. All right, here's uh, Tuesday night. Two hours into the show, on Tuesday night, this happened. And it's been the talk of the Steeltoverse for two days. Aaron can't remember fucking his wife. They remember a lot of things that happen in the bed, okay? They remember a lot of stuff in the bedroom. Mac salad, mayonnaise, sleep jerking. They remember a lot of bedroom things, but they do not remember sex. At least Aaron doesn't. Come on, play. Oh. We are we are a family that runs out of booze regularly because we don't keep track of our booze. Yeah, but it takes us forever to run out. Yeah, it takes us a long time. Usually if we have like two bottles of booze in the house, we're like, we don't have to worry about uh, alcohol for months. Yeah. Right? We're not alcoholics. Why would this be a discussion on air? Until our friends come over. Then our friends come over and we're like, oh shit, we're all out. Have you ever seen friends come over? They're on air every morning, every night. The kids are there on the weekend. What friends? Gino and Keanu? Two times? What friends come over? Oh, well, at least we didn't do it all. Right. That's what makes me feel better about it. That's what I tell myself. The Ricadas? When I go to bed. Uh, ladies' man says that steakhouse is badass. I mean, it's okay, but the environment is good. Mystic Steakhouse is a great restaurant. It's delicious. I've.
Mystic Steakhouse. You know what daddy's got to do now. We did this when Chad was bragging about the best steak he ever had in his life. We looked it up. Turns out it's a pizza place with plastic tablecloths and ketchup on the table. Ketchup. Plastic squirt bottles of ketchup on the table at the place Chad had his best steak ever. No one will ever take that away from him. We looked it up. Of course, it's the junkiest sack of shit you've ever seen in your life. Let's go to Mystic Lake Casino Hotel and check out the Mystic Steakhouse restaurant. And here we go. All right, Mystic Steakhouse. At least this is better looking, right? We're looking at candles. We're looking at real glasses, white fabric tablecloth. You know, looks like they might have some air cover. Okay, at least this is like a nice steakhouse. Three courses, Monday and Tuesday, 60 bucks. All right, so it's a nice steakhouse for Minnesota. These guys can't be, you know, beggars can't be choosers. They've got to go where they can go. And when you're in Sauk Rapids, let's just have a look. Filet mignon, sixty-four bucks. Um, the ribeye, sixty-five. Yeah, these are these are like mid-tier steakhouse prices. This will be these will be like mid. Uh, like if you go go to a nice steakhouse in Vegas, this would be middle of the road. A ribeye for sixty-five bucks. Uh, filet for sixty-five bucks. You know, you can go to places where a filet is 150 bucks. You can go to places where a ribeye is 150 bucks. So, yeah, at least, look, I believe that this is a nice restaurant. I wouldn't be embarrassed to take Bentley here. We would probably both get the filet. That's what we both got in uh, Atlantic City. I'd order us some sides, Bentley. Yeah, look, this is a real steakhouse. I, I got to give it to Aaron. This is actually a place you might want to eat. Chad's Pizza Place steakhouse story was was embarrassing. Just like, oh, we went to this. It was so good. They brought out a demi-gloss for the steak. It's like, Chad, that was ranch. That was ranch dressing for you to dip your Salisbury in. Hey, Patrick, it's me, Jane Carlson. Can uh, I please get a flight and hotel, too, since you are giving them out like communion wafers? Hey, fat boy, your wig came off. Okay, okay, it's me, Josh, and I really uh, need some work. I'm funny and have a lot of N-word jokes. Please keep Jesus me out of the Christ. Uber. God damn it. And me and Bijou could use a room since you're giving them out. He can piss on the carpet while Lady K flosses my colon with her strap-on beastie. And I'll take a room, too. Make sure it's big enough for me to take laps in. I, too, have a room at the bank. I, too, have a room at the Borgata. I, I, Josh Denny got in a fight on Twitter yesterday with me. I mean, I, I, I wish this guy the best. I really do. 
I really do. You know, there's no reason that Josh Denny can't swallow some fucking pride and just have fun with life at this point, but he's so bitter. I'm not kidding you. This guy, this guy texted me in 2016. He's like, when I was uh, going to do my first Edinburgh show over at the Edinburgh Fringe uh, for a month in Scotland, he was like, good luck with that, man. It's cool what you're doing. You know, and then like a week later, he was on Red Bar again, trashing me. He's one of these guys. He's so dumb. He thinks like, again, it's like Kate Meany. They like, they're so insecure. They'll happily team up with someone who's done nothing but trash them just for a moment's safety in the harbor of making fun of someone else. Kate Meany, if she can get Stuttering John to leave her alone for a day, or Chad to leave her alone for a day by trashing Kevin, so be it. And if she can get uh, Stuttering John and Chad to leave her alone by going on Kevin's show and trashing them, she'll do it. Any any port in a storm, she just needs somebody with her to be making fun of somebody else, and then she feels safe. That's what Chad was. You know, Red Bar would, like, trash Chad, or, or not Chad, uh, Josh, and then Josh would the next week be on Red Bar making fun of Melton, and it's like, and again, at in that interview, they'd make fun of Chad or, uh, and Josh and hang up for him. Sorry, I get all these losers confused. And then Josh yesterday is like posting, if anybody's looking for the latest episode of our podcast, two days went by since this tweet. If anybody's looking for the latest episode of our podcast, Big Uglies, it's up here now. Five likes. He has 125,000 Twitter followers he'd like you to believe. Five likes when he posts a new podcast. Hello? I I don't know what my tweet this morning has for tweeting out today's show. I'd be willing to bet all the blood in my body it's more than five. I haven't seen it. I have no clue. I just tweet out we're doing a show every morning. Or try to. Sometimes I don't. If it has less than five, I'll seriously head to the pet store and get leeches right now. To suck out every drop of blood in my body. It'd be embarrassing. It'd be low. It'd be sad. And I don't have 5,000 Twitter followers. I don't. Chad has 125,000 Twitter followers. He has started 17 podcasts in the last 10 years. He cannot get a fan He's been on TV shows. He can't get a fan. He's tried ever. He cannot get it going. No one is into anything Josh Denny makes. Why? Why? Melton? Red Bar? It's one of the saddest things I've ever seen. And he's like, if I were you, Melton, I'd kill myself. You're a pathetic loser. You're a failure. It's like, agreed, but what are you? You know, I, I did fail. I tried to get my food show on, on to Food Network, and they said no. I was like, what if I go to a restaurant in a different town every week, and I get them to make, like, the biggest thing they make, like the torpedo sub or a calzone that fits on the hood of a car? Or uh, a burger that everybody in my family has to lift a part of it like a pallbearer. And I'll call it ginormal food. 
And I'll go there and I'll just yell catchphrases like, this is out of bounds. Yeah, we've already got that. We've already got that over here at Food Network. But thanks for pitching it. And at least, you know, at least while Josh did it, six episodes or 12 episodes or whatever he shot, at least while he did it, he cultivated fans in all those cities that he traveled to. He was able to do shows in all those towns and really further his stand-up career. Now, even though he doesn't have the cable show anymore, he goes back to those towns and does stand-up, and they come out and see him because they remember him. Oh, wait, none of that ever happened. Josh has no fans. So, again, say whatever you want. 125,000 Twitter followers, five likes when you put out a podcast. And I'd be shocked if you got five views on the podcast. Again, if 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 Ryan Catfood uh, Riviera over there at the Censored TV Network wants to leak out Josh Denny's view numbers to us, I'll, I'll suck your little penis off. I'll suck it right off your body. I, I would love to know how many people are watching Denny. I just and then I'll argue with people on our Discord laughing. Because he's so reactive. He'll write a paragraph back to you. (laughs) Just to let you know. He's not the loser. Melton's the loser. For your information, we make a lot of money on Venmo. It's like Patrick's super tip system, but completely featureless, and nobody Ah! can verify our claims. We have thousands of listeners that agreed to switch, and we've never been happier. Life is good. What is is, baby? All right, sorry, Steel Toe. I've never had a bad meal there. What's the one we went to for Nick's birthday? That place was good. That wasn't Butcher and Bull. No. Butcher and Bull? Butcher and Bull? Holy shit, that's Nick Ricada and Aaron's new podcast. The Butcher and the Bull. Yeah, I think it was. Was it Butcher and Bull? I think so, yep. Yeah, the Butcher and the Bull. That was a really good one, too. It was very good. That was one where I decided, oh, you know what? For my buddy's birthday, I'm going to pick up the tab. And then the tab came, and I went, You just got yourself a used car. I I, I picked up the tab, and I went, I'm going to get some crazy fucking reward points out of this one. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I actually, I watched you doing it. I watched you pulling the card out, and I'm like, I knew what was going to happen because I know what the prices were on the menus. I don't know if he's ready for it, but he's going to have fun with it. Somebody in the Discord, I think it was Chip Galloway, who I think is a fake guy. Chip Galloway wants uh, uh, maybe maybe one day, maybe we'll do this Saturday for lunch during Hackamania, or we can do it um, maybe Sunday for lunch or dinner. He wants to do the old credit card roulette. I love this game. We all pick a restaurant. Anybody who wants to get in on this. If Flimsy Greenberg's here, he can come. If Sean's here, he can come. Whoever wants to come be a part of this. We all go to a lunch. We all pick a restaurant. It can be a nice place. It could be a Denny's. It could be Heart Attack Grill. It could be a buffet. We all go to a restaurant. Not a buffet because you pay first for a buffet. Everybody eats. Everybody drinks. You get whatever you want. And then everybody puts the old credit card into a hat. And we do... The credit card roulette. I love this game. I love it. 
We all put it in and we pick one card out and whoever draws a card, you have the waiter pick it. Really? You have the waiter fish around in there and pick the card out. And whoever's card gets drawn, they, uh, they, uh, have to pay for the whole thing. And there's no questions about it. There's no qualms about it. It's just what it is. And the beauty of the game is, you know, there's strategy. You know, if you don't want to, if you don't want the tab to be too much, you, 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 you have four people, but then you got a 25% chance of getting your card pulled or you go big. We get 20 people to go, you know, and the tab's going to be a lot, but now you have a 5% chance of your card being pulled and paying for everybody. So I, I like that game. There'd be no bigger way to stick it to melt. If Melton drew it and had to pay everybody back their super chats and in mozzarella sticks, boy, would that be a guy. I'm a roofing cunt. Sometimes what is is. Anyway, we might do credit card roulette. Chad loves the credit card roulette game. Yeah, Chad puts all the credit cards he steals into his pocket, and then when he gets to the cash register with a blender, he has the cashier pull one out. <laughs> yeah, I looked at it. I'm like, oh, well. Hey, this is disgusting. Don't let me drink it again. There you go. Off you go. Get out of here. Bring it back to me. I'll sign <laughs> it. Let's be done with this. Uh, Helgi says back in the he he's miming how checks work. Yeah, the waiter came over with the check. I gave her the credit card. I was like, yeah, go ahead, process this. You bring it back. I sign the thing. Easy, be done with it. Oh, that's how checks work. Today you could just give your kids twenty bucks and send them to the liquor store. Yeah, but did you ever get your beer back? We're getting uh, we're about. Rumbum says, count me out. I don't have a credit card. Is that real? Imagine being uh, a, an adult in the United States of America without a credit card. About four or five years away, I think, from one of ours being able to babysit the others and we pay them. You think? I'm not allowed. Remember? Something, there's something here. Could the trouble Aaron recently faced be something to do with April and the kids? Is Ashley LaRue upset that April does something with the kids? Aaron just said we're a couple years away, a few years away from being able to pay one of the kids to watch the other kids. Don't you think, April? And April said, I'm not allowed to remember. So it's almost like she's been given an injunction to comment about Aaron's children, Aaron and Ashley's children. Four or five years away. I think from one of ours being able to babysit the others and we pay them. You think? I'm not allowed. Remember? I don't know. She's not allowed to comment on that. Uh, Helgi says back in the day you could just give your kids 20 bucks and send them to the liquor store. Yeah, but did you ever get your beer back? We're getting, uh, we're about four or five years away, I think, from one of ours being able to babysit the others and we pay them. You think? I'm not allowed. Remember? Is she saying she's not allowed to watch the kids? Or she's not allowed to comment on raising the kids? It's an interesting little aside that this isn't about, but that's an interesting moment. Also, four or five years away, why are you counting? Uh, we're getting to the point uh, four or five years from now, we'll be able to to have fun. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Look at that scrimp. 
I'm still waiting. I'm like a year or two away from when I can just go to the grocery store and pick some shit up when they're like, if you're off doing something or if I'm yeah. off doing something, one of us could go do something and not have to load them all into the car. Their life sucks. <laughs> and not like they're in Hawaii. Life sucks. I mean, their life actually sucks. They're sitting here dreaming about five years from now when they can do stuff. We still- As if they'll be together in five years. As if. Mholtdivorce.com. Ours are all young enough where we have to, if we want to go somewhere, we still got to load them they gotta all up. They got to come with. Yeah, they got we can't leave anybody here. Uh- this is where they're at, too. Again, this is from the 20th. That's Tuesday. And um, 1,300 views. 1,300 views on Tuesday. The oh, You know what? Damn. Is that Melton's fault? Is that Melton's fault again? Continue. Stop video, please. Uh, Rusty Grammer says, I just ground up April's magic bean and set the timer on my ninja. Heads out of the gutter, boys. Hey, uh, Rusty Grammer, what was the thing you couldn't what was the thing you couldn't say? Yeah. About you know oh, you're thirsty, huh? I really want to know. Thirst trapping. I do. I want to know. Uh Aaron thought you might like this. This is where they're at, by the way. Pro show, no prep. Just reading the chat. It's all they do. You know, if the chat wasn't here, who gives a fuck? All he does now is read basic comments in the chat. It's all they do. Their show has become the laziest version of a morning show. All he does now is read the chat. It really is that. Song. Casual racism and a toe tapper you will have stuck in your head. I'm glad people think about me when they, when I, they see stuff like. Hey, read another chat, Aaron. Like that. I literally have listeners send me like blackface things from antique stores. Still, I wonder. No one sends me blackface dolls from antique stores. No one. No one sends me link to n-word cartoons. They don't. They don't. Why? Because I've cultivated an audience that is higher brow than I, that sounds so pompous to even say. They know that I would I would rip them to shreds if they were sending me that stuff. Yeah, people can't stop emailing you jigaboo comedy because that's what you've told them you find funny. You run to Rumble every Friday to just say the n word and the and and. Make fun of gays and trans people. You do it. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with people. They keep sending me blackface videos. Yeah, what's wrong with people? <laughs> like, oh, hey, would you like to buy this? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wrote a post on Facebook today. I don't post on Facebook very often. But today I figured I would. Because, like, to reach the St. Cloud radio audience, it's more of a uh, Facebook crowd. Yeah. Oh, and I was I was promoting all the KNSI stuff, and I said I, I put a post out today. I go, that was a lot of fun with Ox. It really gave me the radio bug. I'd love to be back. Blah 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 blah. Whoa! Could somebody email me a link to this Facebook post where he's he posted? I'd love to be back on radio on Facebook yesterday. 
We know. We know. Remember when you were going to, by Labor Day, you were going to have some big news to announce? You were in talks. It was approved. You were just negotiating it. Remember? We're at the point now where we're just hammering out the details. We're figuring it out. But I think by Labor Day, we'll be able to make a big announcement about coming back to the... Cut to, cut to almost March 2024, and you're still on... What's your strategy? You go on to Facebook and post, yeah, I'd love to be back doing radio. I'll be honest. I, I put that post out there hoping that somebody from Layton would see it. Whoa! I'm going to be honest. I put that post out there hoping somebody would see it and go, Aaron Imholt's still available? What, 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 what? Draft a contract. Get it to Aaron immediately. <laughs> we need this guy back on radio. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd go, oh, all right. I'm sure that they did. I'm sure somebody at the big radio corporation saw. I'm sure they did, Aaron. Have you checked your email today? I'm sure they're going to hire you, honey. Interesting. <laughs> April is not slurring her words, by the way. There was like this, like this. This is their whole show now, just reacting to chat. I did not slur my words. This level of whiskey with a fat ass ice cube in the bottom of that glass. It's disgusting. You can't get drunk with ice. Ernest Zundel was right, says last time a Windsor was inside a young blonde, Jeffrey Epstein mysteriously died. Atta boy. Atta boy. That's a fucking joke right there. I mean, it's not really technically a joke, but. Uh, Brett Max says, I'm a drunken coffee normie. I'm going to order some magic beans soon. I want to try it. Well, here. My mom stole my bag of magic bean. Bag? Yes, she did. Uh, Crescentmountcoffee.myshopify.com. There you go. Uh, there you are. Crescentmountcoffee.myshopify.com. Burnside says the five likes and no comments proves nobody cares about your radio gig. That's funny. I was just looking at it. There were about 15 comments and 75 likes, but. Um, anybody find this? Anybody find? Oh, wow. Look at this. Hold on, so they are full of shit. I'm looking at it now. Two comments, 32 likes. Two comments, 32 likes. <laughs> I mean, you tried. I deserve a better class of troll. Uh, what is it with internet trolls that, like... I wish they were better. I know, and not only that, but, like, what does a... I have to wonder what the lying does for them. Yeah, now, Aaron, again, tells you that he's got more listeners than ever. He doesn't know what to tell you. It's a sad life thinking that Steel Toe isn't growing. They don't have more fans than ever. Um, the fact is, I mean, I, I just like, you know, what does everybody get out of lying about us and saying we don't have fans? Uh, okay, let's just go to tw Twitter. Let's just, let's just go have a look-see. 3,500 followers. They have an hour left on their show. Come have a good time with April and I. Three likes, one retweet. Showtime. Come watch the best morning show there is. Two likes, one retweet. Now, again, these retweets are all April. Here's their show yesterday. 
Oh, sorry, here's our show live right now. One viewer. It's me. It's me. One viewer. It's me. We stream on so many platforms. It all adds up. Fuck. <laughs> it all adds up, guys. We're on every platform. One viewer. One. I mean, it's almost like they're hiding it from people. Three likes. Good morning. So this is their fourth tweet about today's show. Look, four tweets about today's show. Not one with over three likes. Oh, sorry, four. Here's four. There's a comment from Devil Pup. It says morning. So that's good. Here's yesterday. Come see April and I. We're doing a great show right now. We can't wait for you to join us. Two likes. Cornhold. Two likes. Good morning. Let's get after it. Five likes. One comment. What's the comment? An account I muted. Let's see. Dyslexic Ginger. I don't know who this is. Hope you didn't get snooze raped again, Aaron. So again, it's a troll. POV, you're Aaron, and you just fucked at 2 in the morning. Five likes. I get it, Aaron. I wasn't there for your butt stuff. Again, six likes. Seven likes. Aaron's blessed show. Six likes. Four likes. Good evening. Come watch. Here's a clip they made. Seven likes. Again, about Chad Zumach and Kate Meany trying to get aboard this world. Six likes. Look at this. Eight comments. Oh, because he went on another radio show. He went on another radio show, and that only got eight likes. Good morning, six likes. Good morning, two likes. Good morning, eight likes. Here's a retweet with 22 likes. Live right now, two likes. We're live right now. 132 viewers total. Two likes. Shall we go on? There are no fans. There are no fans. It's delusion. It's insane. There are no fans. Catch our girl on Simpcast tonight. Okay? Again, I don't know what my my tweet has. Here's all my alts. <laughs> um... How do I get the, my account? I don't know how Twitter works. <laughs> um, 16 from two hours ago. 16. I, I And I'm not, this isn't a big show. I'm, this isn't a brag by me. I don't have any fans. This We are a very tiny, small show. 16 in two hours. I, 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 I'm not arguing that I'm better or bigger or whatever. I'm arguing what is it? What he's over there going, what do people get out of lying? What do people get out of? You can't stop saying your show's growing bigger than ever. The audience is bigger than ever. We've seen it. One viewing. Should we go to kick? I, it just doesn't exist. There's no audience. They're fooling everyone. Kick. Steel toe morning. Show. They're live now. We can just go see. We can just go check it out. Steel 
toe warning show. And, and I'm going to show you no matter what. What is is, man? Channels. I can't even, won't even find them. Did they lose their kick? Steel toe. I saw them on here the other day, and now they're not here? Have they lost their their kick account? We can't find the page you're looking for. Um, I'm, I, I it's just not there. And if you search for Steel Toe, Steel Toe Show, ah. Steel Toe Show is offline. All right, so they're not even f- doing it on Kick anymore. Look at this. Look at this. Zero views. Zero views. 18 views. Zero views. Zero views. Three views. So they stopped. They just stopped on Kick. But they're still but they're still broadcasting on Twitter because one person is watching. So these they're just pathetic fucking losers. I mean what do people get out of lying about the uh Steel Toe's doing great? Steel Toe's fine. Why are people li- why are you lying? Because they that's all that they do is it's lie. gotta be some kind of pain it's relieving. I do want oh god damn it. I was just gonna ask something and now I've forgotten. Son of a bitch. That sucks a fat piece of wiener. Yes, do? I do want Jersey Mike's after this. I'm they're gonna be cool. That stuck that sucks a fat piece of wiener. Again, my corniest aunts and uncles from Ohio, this is the type of humor they do all the time. That sucks a big fat piece of wiener. This is like Bill Ingvall level comedy. Wiener. Imagine an adult man saying the word wiener to to talk about penis. Also, a piece of it? That sucks a big old piece of wiener. They're they're just simple folk. You know, at at the end of the day, it's really tough to make fun of them because they don't even know how fucking like simple and and just, you know, again, casserole brain. Mac salad in bed at night brain, wood panel walls, and and country music, simple. Oh, God damn it. I was just going to ask something, and now I've forgotten. Son of a bitch. That sucks a fat piece of wiener. That sucks a fat piece of wiener. Yes, do? I do want Jersey Mike's after this. I'm they're going to be closed. Are they? I don't know. Hold on. Everything around here closes at like 10. So if you can, get, if you can get your ass moving. If during overtime at, not, at like 9.20. Oh, no, you don't need to start your truck. It's warm out today, isn't it? Yeah, we were spoiled. Yeah. It was like 47. If we get out the fucking door, Jack, we can get you some Jersey mics. So April wants Jersey mics at 10 p.m. at night. <laughs> Jersey. I like how you look at me. You're like... Get you at that door. 
I didn't sex you today, so I'm getting what? all fired up. I thought we did. What? I didn't sex you today, so I'm getting you all fired up. And then she says, what? I thought we did. Why won't it play? Whoa. Whoa! My whole system just turned off. Whoa, my whole Mac studio is rebooting. My All my monitors just went dark. I don't know what's going on. My Mac studio is rebooting. Wow, that was... Thank God it boots fast. I, I'm going to have no windows open. This is going to be a nightmare for me. Wow. You know, my Mac, I reboot maybe once every other month. Holy shit. Your computer was restarted because of a problem. No shit. <clears throat> now it thinks my main monitor is the TV. Sorry, everybody. I don't know what the fuck just happened. Um, make this my default display. <sighs> well, everything just like really changed. Oh, the arrangement of all the monitors got fucked up again. They're all mirroring now. Like, what happened? What just occurred? I'm not kidding. Like, everything's fucked. Oh, the or I have a, a monitor turned vertical, and it just flipped back to horizontal, so that's all sideways now. Like, what the fuck is happening? Rotation, 270. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Shit. Now I gotta wait for it to revert because I can't operate my mouse. This is sorry. This is very bad. All right, so not that. The Asus. And then I have to open every fucking window up again. Like, what in the fuck happened? This one goes up here. Uh, and I can't see the chat or anything. I don't have I don't have super tips. I don't have chats. I don't have. This is bad. I don't. I assume I'm live. The resolution on this is all fucked. Um, who's using Chrome? Ah, this is bad. This is so bad. Sorry. It literally just shit to bed on me. I, I don't know what ha I don't know what happened. All right, change this monitor to have some space. Uh, everything is just fucked. Sorry, it's a very complicated setup. Like I, I, I you know, I come in here 
20 minutes early and get all this popping. But, okay, now I can see the... All right, chat's coming back up. Sorry. This is a great time to go to the bathroom or hit the like button or buy a Hackamania ticket. Maybe you've been waiting to send in a super chat. Maybe you've been waiting to cry to a family member. Chad's revenge. Okay, it's all coming back. Chad's revenge. Imagine if Chad did this. How do I make this my main everything? I, 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 this is wild. It changed like my default monitor. Are we getting a phone call? Oh no. All my browsers are playing videos. Kate Meany's photos are up. My cameras are on the screen that are going to get shared out to everybody. And you can watch my whole house. You're going to be able to see Rick and my wife going at it. I have a camera above my bed, just like Bubba the Love Sponge. Where you can basically just watch my wife bang. All this because I tried to log in and watch Aaron. And how do I make this my default display? Isn't there like a way to go? Make this my main. Use as main display. Got it. Fuck. But now everything went off. Fuck. So I had moved it all to the right one. And now I'm, I, fuck. Ah. A pro show would edit this out. A pro show would just play Tukey playing a trumpet. Fuck me. We've all seen your wife and Rick plenty of times. This is fucked up, dude. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'd rather go to the Wawa and get a fucking hokey. All right. I think we're there. Uh shit show. Can't can't be there. Can't can't be there. Can I just send my Amex? Yes, we would love that. We would love that. Um Douglas W says take pictures of your super chats. No, they're all bad. We have everything here. We have everything here. Um Be smiley. Aaron has to pay Gino and Kiki, thousands of friendships, and they're over here for free. Thousands for friendships. Yeah, every time our friends come over, they drink everything. All right, sorry, guys. That was fucking crazy. I've never had a computer just... I literally was trying to log into Facebook to see Aaron's post. That's how long it's been since I've used Facebook. I think I'm in. Jesus fucking Christ. This is bad. Everything reset. Kyle H, thanks for becoming a member. B Smiley, Waver, where is Pulper today? That's what I worry about. Uh, T.O. Hank, call KB. He'll know how to fix it. I thought you were on a beach. 
Yeah, I don't even know if phone lines are open or working. Uh, it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad day. Well, we might wrap it up. We might just wrap it up here. A uh, Winston in Newportlandia, the ghetto basement of uh, Boombastic Media, still a better show than Camel Toe. Thank you very much for helping, everyone. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, baby. I'm controlling Melton's show with my mega mind. I'm controlling Melton's show with my mega mind. Okay, I got to cancel that out. That's an old one. Where where are my, my browsers? Where are my browsers? Everything I had open just left. Previous windows. Previously closed. Recently closed. Um, yeah, I think I really just have to start everything over again. Fuck. I lost everything, man. Every open tab. I had the whole day laid out. Fuck. We were just getting into it. We were just getting into, uh, them like not remembering they fucked. It was a bad time. Wait, hold on a minute. I feel like an ass. They're talking about going to, to Jersey Mike's I now. I feel like an ass. I feel right like, a, about now. Uh, like a butt. We are. Um, wait, hold, hold on. on. So Aaron said it sucked a big piece of wiener, and April said, I feel like a butt. I don't remember a second of this. Wait, what is what's playing now? You were like awake, awake, kind of like all what's night. playing turning and you'd sit up and talk to me and things. And you don't remember any of this. As far as I'm concerned, I was watching Iron Claw. I fell asleep. What's and I playing? Woke up in the morning. No, you were up like a lot. That was part of the reason I eventually came downstairs because I could not. What is playing? And turning and awaking. Because you would wake up very like abruptly and aggressively and really get the fuck out of here. I wait, can't what I get the, off this show. But wait a minute, what the hell were we doing? I'm not going to disclose that here. Can I go for a oh. second? I really have to pee. Did some, uh, I'm not kidding. Did Jesus something Christ. happen to me last oh. night that I don't know about? Okay, I got it. Fucking hell. My whole life is fucked. I, 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 don't, know what to, I don't know how to get this up on your screen. This is ruining my life. This is ruining my life. We're never going to get gifted memberships at this rate. We deserve Argentinian memberships at this point. About the easy answer? No. Did I do something last night? Yeah. Can we get out of here, please? What? Get the. Are you fucking joking with me right now? No. That was part of the reason I was surprised you seemed so bitchy this morning. I was like. Really? You know, like the, those nights. Nice- Aaron's a sex guy. He gets cranky when April doesn't want to fuck, you know? This is Josh Denny. I'm gay, but I also have a GF who is fat. Hey, buddy. Word on the street Shut is that up. NLO is having some technical <laughs> difficulties. I hate this to happen to you, pal. Would you like me to have the frog give you a call for some tech support? Ah! 
let me know. We are praying for you, buddy. Finally, yeah. I shall have my revenge. Humble brag. Humble brag. The minute I need the frog to help me with tech support, I'm going to kill myself. You know. Jesus Christ. Can I go pee quick? April always wants to leave and pee and do makeup and get dressed and cry and change and cook. I'm really young. You're a radio girl now. How many radio stations is the GM an on-air personality? Just a just a quick question. Comfortable and hot. <laughs> this is no, this no, is disconcerting. I'm the to fuck me. Out of here. What did I I've, do? I'm not talking about it here, but I do need to go to the bathroom. U-T-I. U-T-I. You have to go pee? I definitely have to go pee. Why don't you go pee? Yeah? Go ahead. Okay. Are you going pee or are you being disgusting? What's being disgusting? I don't know. You're being no, weird No, I just right need now. to get off the camera for about five seconds. Oh, do you? Because my face is really hot. Go ahead. I feel like this is a trap. No. You're doing a thing right now. Well, by all means, tighten your microphone knobs, ape. I mean, can she ever stop tightening those knobs? It's so weird. It's such a weird cry. Like, what does this do? How is this soothing her? Every two seconds. Oh, yeah? I can go pee? Okay. Are you sure? Feels like a trap. What? What is this doing? They're, they're not, they don't even turn. You weren't supposed to talk about it. I don't remember anything happening. You, as far as I know, I was watching I Iron Claw. No, you were up all the time. You Carrie, talked to me. Here's what happened. Carrie Von Eric. I. You know. You know what it is. A thing about April that I hate. Where a reason I could never, ever, ever tolerate being in a room with this woman. Same thing with Kiki. I don't get women who can't stop doing the fake voice they use to land the man they have. This is dumb single girl voice. Are you serious right now? Do I have to? Fabulous. Untour. It's like you're engaged. You're married. You can drop the affect. It really is... We're married. Stop talking to me like that. Are you really right now? Are you really? Eric found out that the Olympics got. I mean, listen to her when she questions him. Remember anything happening? You, as far as I know, I was watching I Iron Claw. No, you were up all the time. You Carrie, talked to me. You talked to me. You talked to me. That's not a. What are you doing? Here's what happened. Carrie Von Eric found out that the Olympics got boycotted. You were talking to me. You were talking to me. Literally. I fell asleep when Jimmy Carter was uh, boycotting the 1980 Olympics. Stop it. Stop it. Again, I hear every aunt I've ever had. She already sounds like an old mom. You know what I mean? She's 28, 29. You were talking to me. Stop it. <laughs> you don't need to lie. You were... You need to tell me right now who did what. Did I do something to you or did you do something to me? And you aggressed first and I'm like, oh, he wants to do this. And I'm like, okay. 
Uh, is this for the show? No. You've done it before. And now I'm questioning if you've ever been awake. So we've heard before that Aaron wakes up in the middle of the night and feverishly sleep jerks. Somehow this got, you know, forgotten in the annals of time because there's so many things to make fun of Aaron and April for. But it's come out before that Aaron, April wakes up sometimes and Aaron's sitting up in bed asleep jacking off. Not trying to be secretive about it, not trying to hide it. He's he's asleep and he's jerking off, she said angrily. And then he goes right back to sleep. And he has no memory of this. Now she's saying they fucked and he can't remember. You're not doing a fucking bit right now. You know what, Aaron? I'm totally doing a bit. And again, it's hard to tell if they are doing a bit or not because every time he questions her, he's not really concerned with her answer. He's concerned with how the chat's handling it. Always. His eyes are over here while he's turned and pretending to ask questions at April. But he doesn't really care about what April says or thinks or or, or is telling a story. He's watching the chat to see if this is landing. This is why it's tough to know if he's fucking around or not. He cannot look at his wife while he has this conversation. He watches the chat. Look. What happened? Carrie Von Erich found out that the Olympics got boycotted. You were talking to me. Literally. I fell asleep when Jimmy Carter. Look at his eyes. He's pretending to talk to her, but he's watching the chat. It was uh, boycotting the 1980 Olympics. Stop it. You don't need to lie. You were- right back to the chat. You need to tell me right now who did what. Did I do something to you or did you do something to me? Pretending to ask her a question, but who's he really interested in? Watch. And you aggressed first, and I'm like, oh, he wants to do this. Right back to the chat. How are they receiving this? How is it landing? And I'm like, okay. Uh, is this for the show? No. You've done it before. And now I'm questioning if you've... Back to the chat. Ever been awake. Pretending like he's trying to remember it, but he doesn't look at her. He's looking at the chat. You're not doing a fucking bit right now. You know Right what? back to the chat. Are they buying it? Are they falling for this? Aaron, I'm totally doing a bit right now. Uh, it's fine. What did I do? I don't know. I'm not saying that here. Back to the chat. No, it wasn't butt sex, you fuck. Now he's turning completely away from her. What the fuck is going on? What's going on? But he's not looking at her while he's saying that. He's looking at the chat. Literally sweaty. That's totally fine. I mean, he's not talking to his wife. Fine. Yeah, Gordy got involved. But now I'm gonna. But now I'm gonna need some attention after the program. No. Yeah. See, you jack off in your sleep. I've seen you do that. You. Whoa. Definitely aggress towards me often in your sleep. And you acquiesced? Sometimes I do, yeah. Like last night you acquiesced? For to- a little bit. For a little bit. I that- really thought you were awake. You even said, like, oh, I'm really tired, but that was really nice type of thing. Like, you say those things. I'm really tired, but that was really nice pumping for a while and nobody comes. That was nice. Was it any good? It's always, like, sleepy and weird, but... 
Like when you're was like, it any good? It's always sleepy and weird. <laughs> Middle of the night like that. I thought you were awake. And you're just screwing around for a while. I'm not fucking with you right now. I think you're fucking with me. I think you're fucking with me. This is a problem. We need a caddy. I 1,000. Again, he can't stop watching the chat. She's looking at him having a real conversation. He's pretending to have one with her, but all he cares about is this killing in the chat. By the way, it didn't. It didn't. April and Aaron made less money than than Aaron made with Johnny Rockets, and that never happens. Johnny usually, you know, they used to do this cope, like, we got to get rid of Johnny, get April back on. April is the money bags. No, no, no. April and Aaron earn less now than anybody together. So, again, they, they do all this for $30. They talk about going to Jersey Mike's. They couldn't afford Jersey Mike's uh, with what they earn in a show. They couldn't get both of them a sandwich. Maybe they get a giant and split it. But there's no Jersey Mike's in the budget for these two. I, uh, Again, look at him. Just the chat, not her. Wow. Thought that I fell asleep. I feel like dur- I'm being me too right now. You were awake all night. Chat. You uh, you asked me questions I because I was up late. You would wake up on occasion. Chat. You would ask- all he cares about is the chat. Look at him. Ask me questions. You'd talk to me and then you would like. Staring at the chat. Locked eyes on the chat. He cannot move those eyes. Fiddle and things and stuff. So I was fiddling. You do this more. Checks her out for one second. Watch. More than just so this last night. I was Right fiddling. back to the chat. Get the fuck out of here. Right back to the chat. joking. In my mind. So she walks off now because he can't remember it. In my mind. I felt. She's screaming. Your eyes were open. She's walked off. She's walked off the show in frustration that her husband doesn't remember doing something intimate with her in his sleep. She's screaming off mic now. Your eyes were open. Fell asleep during. I fell asleep during Iron Claw. I woke up at like 3 a.m. And then I went back to bed. No, 2.30. I woke up at 2.30, checked my phone, went back to bed. And then I woke up at five. What kind of maniac checks their phone at when they wake up in the middle of the night? That, so she's screaming at him off mic. We don't hear any of this. Again, pro radio show. We can't tell what she's yelling. She's just yelling off mic. Babe, I'm telling you, that's all I know. Babe. Babe. Oh, no. What did I? I I'm going to need to get updated on this after the show's over. That pisses me off. If anything happens to my wiener, I want to know about it. Wiener. But. Wiener. Again, if if I'm a woman and a man calls his dick his wiener, I'm probably never fucking him again. Like, that's just me. That's just woman me. What What a fucking cock I got on myself if it's just getting rocked. Where's he looking? Who's he talking to? She's off camera yelling. He's almost 180 in his seat facing backwards. She walked off the other way. He's almost turned around backwards in his seat now. 
I mean, if there was ever a scenario where the, where I did a show like this, you know, well, what did I do? Jesus, you know, I'm a pro broadcaster. So, I mean, how would I, why would I ever, how would I ever turn around this way and do a show like this? It wouldn't happen accidentally. I don't know why he always does this. It's so, it's so fucking strange. While I'm asleep and I'm not even in control, it's like having an electric car with an auto drive feature. He's looking completely back. What's he looking at? <laughs> this is wild. And I'm fucking, I'm, 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 I'm fucking uh, vagina fiddling too in my sleep. What is he looking at? Ladies, I don't know if you know this or not. I didn't even know. I'm a dish, apparently. So, of course, he's flipped this into he's a sex machine. And he has an amazing dick. What the fuck is going on here? She took Aaron's balloon knot. Sleep. Sleep. She's still yelling in the background. We can't hear any of it. I hear her voice yelling. And now Aaron's doing what he does best, read the chat. Again, pro show. He does lots of prep. Jacking short circuits his memory. Someone says sleep fucking. There's no way I fucked last night. What? She, she's screaming. You did, your eyes were open. You did, your eyes were she's, again, this is a pro radio show. And he's not even doing the thing where he repeats what she's saying and then responds to it so that you can be in on it. She's just yelling. We can't hear her. And he's responding. It couldn't be worse. Couldn't be more amateur. It's like Corey Adams' whole fucking crowd work album. Again, this is one of the most basic things a comic can do whenever he's having a crowd interaction. The crowd members yelling out. The comic hears it, but not everyone in the crowd hears it. So the comic has to then repeat what the person says into the microphone. So the crowd, you know, you're a fucking fat loser. Oh, I'm a fat loser. Then give your retort. You can't just receive it. You're a fat loser. Well, I'd rather be your mom on the, well, we don't know what you're coming back to. So it's 101 level stuff. Repeat what you're applying to into the amplification system so we know what you're replying to. But you don't have to tell bro pro broadcasters that, right? Wait, did I fuck? Okay, you better not be fucking around for the show. This is taking a weird turn. Nana's Clam says you need to discuss this. So he might as well be talking to nobody. This could just be made up. Hold on a second. I fucked? Really? I did? And then... Oh, no. Oh, no. Really? Oh, I hope that doesn't get out. We don't know. We don't know. Focus on your show. It's weird because when she's talking to him and she's there, all he can do is focus on the chat and the show. But when she storms off and goes to the kitchen to microwave some shrimp, he doesn't think about the show at all. He turns around backwards in his chair. He's screaming. 
off stream if you're not fucking around. This is a month's worth of Spurg clips and analysis. I I think she's fucking doing a bit. I think she's fucking with me. I do. Rebel Fluff says, see, this is what happens when you wear a bikini on stream, Aaron. Karma, Aaron. <laughs> doesn't make sense. It's not funny. But Aaron doesn't know what to do on his show, so he's reading basic chats and going, Again, does this look like a guy who has a show that he wants to do? No, he's just reading chats, fighting with a woman in the kitchen. Uh, people are saying this is how April gets her ass eaten. Yeah, she's waiting till I'm asleep. Uh, we're here to support you, Aaron, says Brett Mack. I want to make one thing really clear. He has, again, some of the most autistic hand movements and stuff. If you haven't noticed, he's been like this for about a minute. He's he's got the almost the shocker going, and he has it cup, cupping his chin, and he's laying in it, and he hasn't moved for about a minute. Almost like you're doing the phone thing. He's he. There's so many little weird things with his hands. This is a new one. I've never seen him just lay in, in between fingers like this. Yeah, somebody in the chat saying, what are we doing? Why are we like this? Again, it's like, it's like when he does, pulls his hand up here and just leaves it hanging while he talks. Or when he does this one, like, um, yeah, so later on I'll be going to lunch and then I'm going to have dinner. And then I'll probably go to sleep after that. It's like there's a lot of weird uh, – uh, this one I've never seen where he's just nested in, in his fingers, like bookending his face. He's been like this for quite a while now. Look at him. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. This is some sort of soothing thing. And he just stays like that. Watch. He's fucking with me. I do. One finger, watch the pinky come out. Rebel Fluff says, see, this is what happens when you wear a bikini on stream. Pink, there it is. Watch it go up to his face. Stream Aaron, karma, Aaron. <laughs> uh, people are saying this is how April gets her ass eaten. Yeah, she's waiting till I'm asleep. Uh, we're here to support you. There it is. There it is. Now it's up. It's even weirder that he did this for a while. And then he brings the pinky up. <laughs> like, it, it's some bizarre behavior. Aaron says, Brett Mack, I want to make one thing really clear. I fully endorse whatever happened last night. Okay. I'm all for it. I'm 100%. I'm a, I'm a dog. So if there was any fucking things going on last night, I'm all in with whatever happened. I'm just <laughs> upset that I... What the fuck is going on with me? This is a me problem. This is not an April problem. This is a me problem. Uh, Aaron is the victim here. Ernest Zundel was right. Someone do a wellness check on Gordy. Now, remember, this is the day after he overdosed on sunflower seeds. He said he couldn't talk. His mouth got all scratched up and dry from sunflower seeds. We might de- we might be dealing with the kid that ruined everything in school. You know what I mean? 
He's the reason they couldn't have have parties because of nut allergies. He's the reason, like, you couldn't go on certain cool field trips because, like, you know, Aaron's the boy in the iron lung. He he can't eat sunflower seeds without him cutting up his mouth. And as if that were were not bad enough, there's more. There's more. This is this morning how the show started at Steel Toe. Uh, all set to go. Uh, I feel okay. Okay. Uh, I feel okay from this la- I after Now, Aaron's tits look atrocious in this shirt, and he is bugged by it and will address it about every seven minutes. I don't have boobs. It's just a shirt. I don't have boobs. It's just the shirt. I don't have boobs. It's just the shirt. I don't have boobs. It's just the shirt. It's a fucking joke anyway. Now, April looks like sloppy shit. Her hair's all messed up. She's in a pajama jumpsuit. I'm paying you with your money from this last time I stick it in you. I am. You guys want some more ASMR? You guys want another little fun one? Here we go. Clip it. From this last time I stick it in you. I am. Anyway, welcome to the program. (laughs) Uh, So last night, I decided to cancel uh, the pro. I pulled a Ricada and I canceled the program. Now, look, their evening shows are raking in 20 bucks, 30 bucks. If that, if that. They do not make $100 a day now between their night and morning show. Fact. Fact. So he's like, last night I canceled the night show. It's like, yeah, that's going to start happening a lot. And uh, I, after that, I decided, you know what? I got to take. Now, again, April is not paying attention to the show. She hasn't stopped primping. Just to, just in case you've been watching Aaron, because Aaron is comical. April has not, she's not at the show yet. She's still doing her primping. Watch. Uh, the pro, I pulled a Ricada and I canceled the program. And uh, I, after that, I. Checking her monitor. Watch. Decided, you know what? I got to take care of this cough. Yes. My voice is going to go. Here we go with whatever hair thing she has to do to help her forehead. Buggy and bad and awful if I do another show. So let's just call it, right? Sure. So I call the show. You want to tighten those knobs, Abe? And uh, April and I are going to watch movies. And I decide, you know, I look in the, the bedside table. April and I are going to watch movies. What is this relationship? All they do is watch movies. And I see from last year's Super Bowl, uh, <laughs> some edibles are in there. Five milligram edibles. Five milligrams, right? Not so bad. What can the harm be? And this is what, nine? I think this is nine o'clock at night, oh. 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. I decide, let's let's go ahead and do it. So five milligrams of edibles is nothing, okay? Like a normal person who smokes weed or does weed would probably take anywhere from 30 to 50. I, I have friends who pop 100 all day. Movies taking five milligrams from Captain Can't Eat Seeds. 
He's going to take five milligrams of weed. So I take two. Uh, Sorry, 10 milligrams of weed. 10. It's nothing. It's nothing. Of the five milligrams. One apple, one grape. And that's... <laughs> he has to tell you the flavors, like a four-year-old. I had an apple and I had a grape. The most I've ever seen. You Delicious. Eat. Delicious. I've had two before. I've had two before. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, uh, you know, it'll give you some zip. 10 milligrams of weed will give you some zip. What does that even mean? 10 milligrams of weed. Now, people are saying they take 1,000. That's insane. That's insane. But I do, I do know people who take 100 easy, like every, every you know, hour or two. And I, I'll take 50, I guess. I, I don't really, you know, I, I'm, I've pared down quite a bit, but I don't really do edibles. So 10 to 15 milligrams is a strong dose for me, lightweights. Yeah. 10 milligrams sounds dangerous. It isn't. It isn't. It's nothing. It's nothing. I'm, I'm letting, you know, 10 wouldn't even register. It wouldn't even register to anyone who's, who smokes weed semi-regularly. 10 is nothing. But in my bag, I had a third one. Yes. And I'm like, well, I gotta, I'll have the third one. Cause it had been 20, 30 minutes and nothing was really happening. So I, <laughs> I got the, uh, the th- again, just a guy who doesn't know anything about weed. I waited 20 minutes and nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. That's not how edibles work. Third one, I banged my elbow. Uh, so then I, <laughs> I do the thing where you go, well, these three ain't shit. <laughs> now, April has her leg up. Look how cash April is. Again, she looks like she just rolled out of bed. She's got her pajamas on. Her hair's sloppy as fuck today. No makeup. And they, I was unaware of this, yeah, for the record. They hadn't hit yet. <clears throat> so I went with uh, a fourth one. And boy, howdy, when that fourth one hit. <laughs> it's not the fourth one that hit, Aaron. It's all of them. It's all of them. I mean, this guy has no idea how weed works. He's like, the first three didn't work, but the fourth one really worked. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I was... I was not on the planet. You- and you can tell because he did this. Boy, oh boy. I was not on the planet. Boy, I was, I was not on. I want to just do an experiment here. Let me take my mouse and put it where. He- Let's see if he's really moving the mic. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm going to put my mouse right here to indicate the corner of where that mic pop filter screen is. Let's see how close he moves it back to that exact spot. (laughs) For no reason. Let's see. On the planets. You were weird. Uh, Okay. It's a little higher. That was a big move, I guess. (laughs) It's so autistic. It's hilarious. Oh, my. You're like. What is real? Yeah. Where, where is things? So again, 20 milligrams should just be, it should just be nothing for anybody. But he thinks he really did a drug. I did weed. I did a drug. I didn't know what was real. 
And I kept I kept doing the thing I did at the casino that one time. I thought everybody was getting mad at me. Yeah. And I don't think anybody was upset with me at all. Yeah, I mean, Aaron would just be a nightmare to be around while he's on drugs. He would never leave you alone. He he need constant hand holding and reassurance. No, I sure I certainly wasn't. Nobody cared. Right. Everybody oh. was fine. So then I'm I'm okay. I'm Aaron almost forgot that this is a boring story. So then uh what happened next? I'm okay. <laughs> Good. But I keep thinking that I'm talking when I'm not. And I keep doing this thing where I go, am I saying a bunch of stupid shit? Probably. And apparently I'm not. He's the guy that you give near beer at a party and he walks around going, I'm so wasted. Am I talking too much? Am I being crazy? I'm so drunk. I'm so drunk. I'm drunk right now, right? You can tell I'm really fucked up, right? Am I being weird? Am I acting drunk? Fuck. Aaron, there's no alcohol in that beer. You sure? Fuck, dude. I'm uh somebody must have spiked it. Cause I'm I can't eat fuck. I can't even. He's exactly that guy. He's exactly that guy. He's never he's never been drunk in his life. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Fred the coordinator, uh, he watched a wrestling movie and got horny. That's what you're missing here. <laughs> the thought of men. Uh, cornball is a new member. Is that is cornball related to corn diff? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Thanks, Dutt Joe. Melton, this is Joey C. Sorry, I've been gone. I was smoking a Swisher Sweet and it got away from me. Anyways, my wife is fighting someone in the parking lot. I gotta go. Is that uh, Uncle? Or is that T.O. Hank? I would say Uncle T.O. Uh, if you prick us, do we not bleed? If you tickle us, do we not laugh? If you poison us, do we not die? And if you wrong us, shall we not revenge? Dalish and I are laughing at you, Melton. So happy that my lederhosen are getting tight from the release of all my milk. Humble brag. My milk. President Pickle. Hey, buddy. Yeah, whatever happened to President Pickle? You know, then Joey C. got hospitalized, and now he's a... Pretending to be a pilgrim or something, and President Pickle's just out of the way. You don't remember your ride on the My Scrimp Express, the Rot Pocket Rocket, the Slop Bucket, the Tuna Tunnel, April's Mystery Cavern, my Minnesota mud hole? You were looking me in in the eyes while I had your noodle arms pinned behind your back, pegging you over and over Uh, again with my moss camouflage dildo. You even called me Gino. You kept screaming, pound my drunk ass, you loudmouthed loser. Why? You know, just like every other night, we try to mask feelings with pain, go by by juice. I don't think that happened. I don't remember it. I've been drinking so much these days to forget the troubles. I will say, if it did happen, I was totally awesome and was totally down for all of it. This guy fucks hard. I've been drinking to forget the troubles. (laughs) No, he just uh, didn't say anything. But I keep thinking I am. And then I kept thinking I was asleep. Nope. <laughs> but I wasn't asleep. Nope. I thought I was sleeping. Again, Aaron's a guy who's so, so annoying when he's drunk or high. Am I fucked up right now? How fucked up am I? Do I look fucked up? I bet I'm fucked up. Are you videoing me? No. Oh, my God. Don't video me. I'm acting so fucked up, probably. Uh, I'm really fucked up. What was I doing? 
when I thought I was sitting. You're usually wasn't I being crazy? Wasn't I silly though? I was crazy. Like leaning on an elbow on the bed or something. (laughs) Like sitting up. Wow. So then what? And then what did I do, April? Tell them how crazy I got. I look. You were funny. Was I funny? You weren't here, but you were funny. Was I entertaining? Yeah, you were somewhere else in the ether. I was in the ether. Yes, but you were entertained. Yes, yes. That's funny because I thought you were pissed. No, I remember. I was. uh, We have a king size bed. I was on one side. You're on the other. And I said something to the effect of, "We have a king size bed." Whoa! (laughs) There's a mountain. I got to cross a mountain to get over to you. Why is your bed shaped like a hump? Yeah. And I don't remember if I crossed the mountain or not. Or no, I think you crossed no, the mountain. No, you made it over. Did I? Wow, yeah. Okay, so twice. You're like, just in case uh, one of us falls asleep, a kiss, you know? I, I'm trying to picture a king-size bed, and they both go to their corners like they're boxing. And Aaron yells over the bed, which again is what, six feet? Hey, in case one of us falls asleep, I'll see you tomorrow. And then from her corner, she's like, okay. I picture he's just Indian style on the end of the bed watching TV in the bedroom. Again, TV in the bedroom is a poor people thing. I, of course, have a television in my bedroom, but I don't think I've ever, ever, ever watched it. Maybe when you're sick. You know, I guess some people are like that. They like the TV on in the bedroom while they fall asleep. Not me. It's, we have a living room. You can go watch TV in there. You're sick and you're in bed and you want to have the TV on because you can't stand. I, I What is this... Where they're where they're on opposite sides of the bed, and he has to go in case I don't make it over, and I fall asleep over here at my at, in my corner. He talks about it like they're worlds apart. Like you needed a kiss, and the yeah. first time you really made it look like you couldn't get across yeah. the middle of the bed for some. He couldn't get across the middle of the bed. Some reason, so you made me do it. Okay. And then the second time you did it. Okay. But you made it look like a struggle. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. I wake up this morning, and as you may be able to tell, the effects are not gone. Shut up, Melton. Your poop smells too. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Because I drop in uh, uh, poop bombs to make it smell nice. No, but I'm just, I'm saying, like, it is a, sorry that you don't like these takes. It's a poor people thing. It's a poor people thing. You probably think the best steak you ever had was next to a bottle of ketchup in a pizza parlor, okay? You're watching TV in bed. You're poor or you're injured. Call me now for your free read. Uh, as I speak to you right now, I'm on the fucking moon. <laughs> I'm, uh... So now it's the next day and the 20 milligrams is still he can't believe it. I am, as Bo Burnham would say, I am not good. Oh, really? Uh, So, yeah, this is still hanging in there quite a bit. Okay. Uh, I've been, uh, you know, setting things up and my my fingers feel really long. You look good. She's looking down at his crotch. Your fingers feel really long. They feel really long. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm so wasted. That was a Sandler bit. That was like an old Sandler bit back in the day. I forgot all about that. Hello. Hey, buddy. What's up? Um, somebody in the chat brought up a good point. Uh, I, d- I doubt it. just taking CBD. <laughs> Go ahead. The skill toe probably got some CBD from the gas station and thinks it's like the same thing as weed. Right, right. He probably got some Ricola. Yeah. Um, one more thing real quick. I don't think Chad knows the difference between a PA system and a uh, karaoke machine. Have a good day, bro. Thank you. Um, I mean, a karaoke machine can be a PA system, I guess. A PA, that just stands for public address. So does it really matter if the speakers are like built into a wall or mounted to a thing? I, I I just think like it's different words for different stuff. I wouldn't say like the sound system in a theater or a comedy club is a PA system. Um, I would just call it the sound, the sound system. So I don't know. That's kind of nitpicky for me, but happy to happy to do it. We just passed two hundred likes, everybody. If you want to help out the program, please. Hit the like button. Hit subscribe. Consider becoming a member here on the channel. For $1.99, you can participate in our chat always. We don't always have it locked it locked down, but we do today. For $1.99, it's one of the cheaper channel memberships you can ever get. You can get access to our chat and, of course, watch every live show uh, that I do while it's live. You can join the Overdose Light membership uh, level to get access to all the archived member shows and watch everything at your leisure. Or you can go ahead and get the full fat overdose program. Nobody likes onions.com slash overdose, uh, $10 a month. And that gets you access to everything while supporting the show in the best way possible. We could not do it without you. I I feel like I start talking and I'm, I'm kind of hanging on to the frayed edges of the point I'm making. Yeah, imagine how I must feel over here. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you following? Yeah. Yeah, see, Stevie J says, Aaron Imholt is a broadcaster, not a mountain crosser. <laughs> exactly. Now, this is where I am going to have to beg for your mercy at some point, as we have kicked this show off. And yeah. This is what I really want you to see from this morning. April has a job. April has a job, and it's not a good job. And why I know that is because her shifts are inconsistent. She works mornings. She works nights. She works afternoons. She works evenings. It's not a set schedule. And anyone knows if your job doesn't have a set schedule, you're probably an hourly employee, and you're probably not that skilled People who watched Chernobyl in the night also didn't have a day schedule, but I guarantee you they didn't wait in the break room every Thursday to see when the schedule gets posted. If you're waiting for the schedule to be posted, you are, you have a bad job. You have a bad job. If you need to trade shifts with people, sometimes you have a bad job. 
If you if you if you don't know what your schedule is and you can trade shifts, you are an unskilled person with a bad job. It's just what it is, okay? So bank teller, uh, I almost said secretary, but you know, a secretary is a more valued position. A waitress, um, call center, gas station attendant, coin op laundry uh, girl, kiosk employee. Somebody said a nurse can skip shifts or a nurse can switch shifts. Oh, then you've, I don't know how to tell you this. You've dismantled my entire philosophy and I'll see you tomorrow. I've never been more wrecked. Why don't you go join uh, the idiot from last week who's, who was like, I mean, again, <laughs> I, I just, why do I let him get me? Why do I let him get me serial killer? I never really thought about it. A nurse can switch shift. Uh, I hate to tell you this. Nurses are losers. I hate to tell you this. Strong opinion. Nurses are losers. I dated a million of them in college. They're all idiots. They're idiots. Again, do you think that impresses me? Nurses can switch. They're a dime a dozen and they're dumb. Sorry. Sorry. It's a phlebotomist with a cooler hat. Get out of town. Nurses. They change bedpans. They they check your blood pressure. It's easy. You know who else did that? The dentist. She changed it. She changed my bedpan. They're all yeah, they're all dancing. They're all doing TikTok. They're dumb. They're dumb. They're low IQ, not doctors. They're low IQ wannabe doctors. Sorry. Look, they're valuable. I think they're doing good work. They don't get paid enough for for what they do. All that is true. They're necessary, but let's be honest. They're all TikToking losers. Let's not act like it's a highly skilled field. It ain't. It ain't. And again, I know that the nurses are sometimes the ones who care more. I know the nurses are the one times who, uh, the ones who put in the longer hours. I know the nurses are the ones who who sometimes catch shit that doctors don't. Ca- I know all that. I know all that. If I'm in a hospital, I do want a nurse. The same way that I want somebody to come fill my drink at a restaurant who's not my waiter. I like to have a second set of eyes looking at shit. But you want to sit around and act like they're like. You know, highly evolved, educated. They're not. They're not. By the way, I know a million fucking teachers who who are nurses and nurses who are teachers, and then they move on to other. You know why? It's like it's a back pocket occupation. It, half the people get through it and go like, I don't really want to do this, and they quit. I don't know why I went off on nurses. Nurses are fine. I'm just looking to get trolled. The point is, they're not rocket scientists. Here's a guy who goes, dude, travel nurses get paid a fuck ton of money. Like over a hundred an hour. Did anyone sit here and go, nurses don't get paid money? Did anyone sit here and go, nurses don't make money? No, no. But you know a nurse, your mom's a nurse, your fat wife's a nurse. 
You've got a laundry laundry basket full of fucking duck scrubs at home. So you had to pipe up. Actually, travel nurses make a lot of money. No one said they don't. We said they're dumb. Point proven. You're probably with one defending it like this. Point proven. You're dumb because you're probably with a nurse or your mom's one or your sister's one or your whole family's one. They're dumb. They're dumb. Wear more ducks. Wear more cats. I'm a nurse. You're, no one said they don't make money. So you want an argument no one was having. Are they dumb, though? Are they dumb? President Biden makes 400000 a year. Shall we crown him king of IQs? He's not with us. He dumb. Actually... When he gets done being president, he could travel and make a lot of money. He dumb. Like your fat nurse wife. She dumb. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) I can't get behind it if I don't really have that much emotion. But anyway, I love people who change the argument constantly. I do love it. Hey, they make a lot of money. No one's talking about money. No one's talking about money. Stuttering John's a millionaire, and, and, and he's a loser and an idiot. Hello. I just want to let you know I'm a male nurse, and I went to a 16-week technical institute course to be a registered nurse. Exactly. Do you think someone stupid could do that? Exactly. Hang up on me, tough guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like a 16-week mail order course. Actually, actually, nurses have some of the most comfortable shoes in in occupational footwear. Make yourself small. Make yourself small. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Watch this. Watch April try to tell Aaron I have to go straight to work after the show today. So at some point I do have to go get ready. That's the conversation they're trying to have without saying it here. Watch. I'm going to have to beg for your mercy at some point, seeing as we have kicked this show off and you have many things to tell him. I'm going to need at least five minutes of grace to fix this right now. So she got straight out of bed. She slept in and she didn't do her makeup. She didn't get dressed and she's letting Aaron know I do have to get ready for work. Now watch Aaron try to, they try to have this conversation without letting you know what's going on. Could we maybe just be ready for work at a reasonable time? Yes. Ooh. So again, you know, there's been more and more of April sleeping in. April doesn't feel like doing a show today. April left the show crying. April left the show upset. April coming in late, showing up late, not being ready, comes in when the music starts, not prepared, leaving early, Jersey mics. Yes, but you know why that didn't happen. So. Yeah. Can't we do that, though? Yes. In theory. 
So he's basically saying, why can't you just get up earlier and be ready? All right, go ahead. Watch the shake of his head. This is a man who's really got disgust with his GM. <laughs> Do that, though. Yes, in theory. Watch him. He doesn't understand why he has to wake up and be on time for work, but she can't. All right, go ahead. Scram. I can wait. My whole thing was that whenever is an appropriate time, then do that. Well, then just do the show. Okay. Why? What? What's okay? No. No, because you know I have to leave right after. You know I have to be out of here, and I'm not going to have time to do it later. And he's like, why didn't you get ready before the show? And he's like, he doesn't understand why she didn't just get ready, why she came down looking like a slop pig, and now she has to leave in the middle of the show instead of just leaving early. That was it. Oh, man. I don't know what God, the you are testy on. right now. Well, I'm high as a goddamn kite. That's gonna, not my fault. I'm going to need to lean on a co-host here a little bit. Yes, you are. And all I'm asking is now two minutes of your time. Two mi- all right, go. two minutes now. Go. Two minutes? You have two minutes. Ready? So look at her when she leaves. She's in this Nike jumpsuit, no makeup, hair not done. Great. Uh, Aaron is high as fuck. This should be interesting. Uh, Okay, so she leaves at the 420 mark minus. She comes back at. So she's gone uh, six minutes. And this is what happens when she comes back. Look at this look. Sorry, hobo. There we go. Uh, Veldrade says the poor people phones still use the same towers as the non-poor people phones. <sighs> okay. That's not even true. Uh, Nana's Clam says pretty sure Cricket is part of the Verizon network like Mint. Same shit, same towers. Again, that's just an oversimplistic explanation of how buying bandwidth on a mobile network works. Six minutes. So she brought her jacket down because she's going to have to go straight from the show. She's not wearing it, but she brought it down. And look at this. I'm sorry. Six was, minutes. I'm sorry. Her purse? Her purse is coming off? You said two. I do apologize. And you took six. And she's got mascara, lipstick, foundation. She's white as a ghost. She's changed shirts. She's got her jacket. She's got her purse. She ready to go. But I'm much better now. Well, that's good. I was just talking about the uh, cell phone outage. I heard. That's currently going on. AT&T, right? We might be fucked. All of them. <laughs> Verizon's no. reporting. T-Mobile's reporting. AT&T. Well, this is what so happens what is, before you get invaded. Peru's coming. So what is going on? Like, everyone's phones are going out? I, yeah, April. Everyone's phones are going out. I'm so glad you came back and you don't know what's happening. I don't know. Like, my phone's fine, but I haven't tried to call anybody. Nobody's tried to call me. So it's like, I don't know if they're, well, uh, you know. (laughs) So 100%, that was her having to go get ready for work. Just great. Just great. And then they have, they have, uh, she puts her jacket on later in the morning because she's going to have to go. Um, That happened. Hold on. Where? Oh, she's already gone. See? She had to go to work. And at some point, she puts her jacket on. See? Because she's getting ready to go out the door. She brought her purse down. All this makeup wasn't on early in the morning. Say whatever you want. This bitch has a job. 
Cornball says no relation to corn diff. That's what's going to save you, actually. Mason in Portland with a super sticker. Um, That's great. And boy, oh boy, is it that time in the morning already? Hello. Oh, Buzzy. Oh, man, I had it all cocked up and ready. <laughs> all right, Buzzard. I thought you were going to do it. I guess we don't have Buzzard today. My bad. What's up, rich people? It's Okay, it's Haley Sachs now, Mrs. Dow Jones. And um, I picked this video to watch because it's... I think that this is a great... Um, video that shows what she wants to be. If you don't remember Haley Sachs, she's Mrs. Dow Jones. And she is disgusting to look at. Again, I don't know what it I don't know what the trait is. I don't know what causes this. But there is something about certain women, it's just severe features that render grossly in real life. I don't know what it is. She's probably a nice lady. She's probably fine. But there's something about just looking at her which makes me viscerally sick. I, I, I... I, part of it, she doesn't know how to do her makeup. Part of it, she doesn't know how to do lighting. And she always just looks like an oily ghoul. She always just looks like a gross, wet, slash dry, slash shiny, slash dull, you know, hook witch nose, sunken eyes, giant, you know, aircraft carrier chin. It, 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 she physically makes me sick. And when you combine that with her efforts to do this channel where she's some well-off smart woman telling you how to get your finances in order, it really, really wrecks my soul. What's up, rich people? It's me, Haley, a.k.a. Mrs. Dow Jones. And if you like reading Vogue but sort of wish they had a finance section, welcome I mean, just just dissect. First of all, we got it, it's very trans looking. You know, it just looks like a dude in drag. I, I feel like I'm looking at Jared Leto. You know, this feels like Dallas Buyers Club. Hard, hard. It's it's the dark shadows here and here. It's the giant nose. It's the fact that she doesn't know how to blend her makeup. Her, her neck's white, and this gets all pinky red. This earring just looks like it's... It looks like somebody with one of those wool, woolly willy pins dragged a bunch of iron filings up to her ear and just dropped them off with a magnetic pin. But there's something about this face that just looks disgusting. Bruce Jenner... Ghoulish, very dudish, crazy eyes. And again, just every shadow on her face looks brown and gross. And when you combine it with the shine, 
it's just, it's harsh. And, and for her to be like, you know, again, standing up and presenting herself as this affluent person who's going to teach you how to get your finances in order. We watched her Ted talk. She didn't say anything. She's got no information. KB says, I want to fix her makeup so bad. She looks so decent. Yeah, I mean, it, part of it's just her choosing this look. And it's rough. And again, this shirt, she's too fat. Her tits are flopping and pulling her shirt open. She's not a good look. Clothes don't fit. Face don't fit. Must have quit. To my Chanel. Speaking of Vogue, today's video is very important. You're going to learn how to manage like Anna Wintour. And again, she doesn't have the voice for it. She's it's cracky and squeaky, but she wants to be this like, you know, highfalutin socialite girl. You're going to get it together. She doesn't have the confidence to project either. So it's almost like a squeak vocal fry thing. Hi, everybody. Mrs. Dow Jones here. I'm here to tell you how to turn it on like Mrs. Anna Wintour. She thinks she's Anna Wintour. This is what I realized in this video. She sees herself like this woman. Only this woman wears the costume well. We feel like she is rich. We feel like she does live a life of opulence and, you know, finer things. She's treating herself to spas and helicopter rides and has a place in the Hamptons. Whereas this thing on the right has a blog, can't get any views on YouTube, and is just watching her brand crumble after a TED talk that went nowhere. But she can't stop acting like she's her. And you'll see it here. I've been the editor-in-chief of Vogue for 33 years. Like, just for a second, think about everything that she's gone through. All the meetings she's had to endure. All the e all the meetings she's had to endure. <laughs> Ladies, who's with me? Are you tired of enduring meetings? <laughs> she, she, out of both sides of her mouth. She's had one job for 33 years. Think of all she's been through. She's been through nothing. She's been through nothing. She's never been fired. She's never been hired. She's had one job. Think of all she hasn't been through. <laughs> so I disagree with that. Emails that she's had to send. She's so shiny. How do you have light shining off both sides of your chin? How does that even happen? How do you have shiny over here and over here? And then you can see, ooh, every pore, every hair follicle. Uh. And she has survived and thrived despite all of this, thanks to the ironclad systems that I'm going to teach you in this video. Yep. And so she's going to teach us ironclad systems in this video. They're going to help us live like Anna Wintour. That has a foolproof structure around her life that literally guarantees her continued success. And I'm going to teach you exactly how to set it up. Why not? Haley's living large. Why can't you? Oh, but before we jump in, make sure that you hit subscribe. I'm trying to be the first financial pop star on the cover of Vogue. Again, she, free, she thinks she's like a good looking woman. I'm trying to be the first financial pop star on the cover of Vogue. 
You're as good at finances as you are at looking attractive. Let me just say that. Everything she's ever said about finance has been just garbage. Just nothing. Nothing garbage. We've never heard any advice. We A whole TED Talk. for, And it was literally like, my name's Haley Sachs. And my father's name is Sachs. And Goldman Sachs is the bank. So finance is literally in my blood. It's part of my name. That's a quarter of her TED Talk. I'm not kidding you. So I hope you're writing it down. And make sure that- oh, God. Imagine this being your lady. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Light as a feather. Sure that you're bored. You hit subscribe. I'm trying to be the first financial pop star on the cover of Vogue. So she's not a financial pop star. She's not a model. But she thinks she has a shot. On being the cover of Vogue. Again, her brand is on the downturn. She kind of blew up for a minute with this Miss Dow Jones thing on TikTok and stuff. But ever since then, it's just dying off rapidly. I love that too. Whoever her video editor is. <laughs> look at that. Look how this is centered. Oh, you gotta, I gotta. Look at this. This is touching the edge. And this has got a gap. So any anybody worth their weight in anything would have put this on two lines at least. I don't know why like isn't capitalized. Just not. The first part of Anna's regiment starts at 5 a.m. every day. Now, I think she said regiment. The first part of Anna's regiment starts... Regiment. The first part of Anna Wintour's regiment... Go on, you sound smart. ...starts at 5 a.m. every day when she wakes up. No, she doesn't meditate and take an ice bath. The woman wakes up and reads the news. Now, what's weird is last time we checked in on Haley Sex, we watched a video of what she does in the morning. And she talked about the importance of waking up at 5 a.m. and going to the gym and meditating. And now she's like, if you want to be successful, don't be waking up and, and meditating. British, American, and she checks social media. Then she exercises for an hour. She either plays tennis or works with a trainer depending on the day. Next, she gets a blowout, hops in her chauffeured car, and heads to the Vogue offices. I mean, she wants to be this so bad. Look at her. She's almost creaming herself while she describes this day. She heads to the Vogue offices. And we all know the Vogue offices are the nicest offices in the world. Hello. She arrives by 8 a.m. and 15 minutes before she pulls up, she calls one of her three assistants so they can come downstairs to meet her with a latte and a blueberry muffin and take her bags. Anna has an aversion to carrying things. We'll talk more about that later. So she sounds like a real cunt. <laughs> there is no guesswork in her mornings, okay? She does everything possible before she reaches her desk to set herself up for a good day. Anna, as self-help gurus love to say, controls the controllables. And there's a reason why high performers love their morning routines. You can't just roll out of bed and expect to perform at an elite level. I woke up. 
If you want to be successful like Anna, you need to get grounded before the madness begins. The second key to Anna's success is having a uniform. Despite being the most powerful woman in fashion, Anna Wintour sticks to a very strict uniform. The woman only wears printed dresses. Does she wear anything that fits? I'm just asking. Because this don't. Because this don't. I mean, what's going on here? She has a closet full of them. Designer, but still, it's a uniform. And for shoes, Manolo Blahniks. She's been wearing the same exact style Manolo for two decades. He custom makes them for her off of a mold of her foot so that she gets the perfect fit. And Guys, do you want to be like Anna Wintour? All you need is to get custom. What are we doing? What are we doing? What is this? I'm going to give you all the secrets you need. Powerful lessons to boost your career and leadership skills. You won't believe who sews her shoes. <laughs> they're in this neutral tone that goes with everything there is no guesswork when she gets stressed just powerful list lessons to boost your career and leadership skills think about how much mental energy that saves her also she's sort of a poster child for like uniforms being chic like steve jobs's turtleneck ew mark zuckerberg's t-shirts ew but if my uniform was a gorgeous Prada printed dress and Manolo Blahniks like Anna Wintour, sign me up. Who's worth more money today, Steve Jobs or Anna Wintour? Quick question. Quick question. Ugh, Steve Jobs wears t-shirts and all he did was invent several things that are part of everyone's life on a daily basis. Anna Wintour has shoes made from her by hand. And. Uh, 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 uh. And here's Doom, of course, with a, a stroke of genius. Steve Jobs is dead. Yeah, that's why I said today. That's why I said today. Who's worth more today? Uh, Still Steve Jobs. Still Steve Jobs. He's dead. Oh, fuck. I had no idea. But this system ensures she looks amazing, saves mental energy, and is able to instead focus on building that boat. She's not dead. Brand. And I feel like this really adds to her success because you can care about some things, but you can't care about everything. Imagine not knowing how estates work. Oh, if Prefly isn't worth anything, he's dead. Oh. The third key to Wintour is coming. Anna's success is responding fast. You will never get a sorry for the delay email from Anna Wintour. She's obsessed with maximizing productivity and never wants her team to just be sitting around wondering what they should be doing. And her team. Said she provides clear directions fast so that they can take action. And I think- Meet me at my car with a latte and carry these bags. You're doing it, team. 
Even if you're in a management position, this is really worth mastering. And even though Anna leaves the office by 5 p.m., she proceeds to get more work done by EOD so that no one's waiting on her. This you crazy mother fourth Anna Wintour secret. What's it, what have we learned? Like, how can we do any of this? All right, have my assistant meet me at my car with coffee and to get my bed. Fuck, I don't have an assistant. Have somebody make your shoes so that you have the same shoes all the time. Oh, fuck, I don't have a... I don't have a cobbler on staff. What do I do? Delegate. Anna Wintour has been the editor-in-chief of Vogue for 33 years and literally built the brand into what it is today. But she can't style a photo shoot. She can't make a dress. She can't shoot a cover. So how did she manage to build this fashion media empire? Delegate. Well, sweetie, through delegating. Anna is a master at giving her team the space to make decisions on their own. This is why I do this. This is why I say fearless. You're in charge of likes. How many do we have? 228? That's poor. We're doing poor for today. It's why I refuse to make to pay my own bills. I delegate that out to you guys. Super chat. Give me money. And then you do. And then you do. A job uh, you can wear a see-through blouse to. Yeah, again, I, I, I think April is like working at Starbucks or she's a waitress or something, you know? So, like, I, I, every time I dated a waitress, you know, they would, like, keep uh, their work shirt in their car. They'd have a work shirt in their car. Keep it in your locker at work. We don't know. Again, she could work at a fucking call center. She could, she could be a gas station attendant. She could, she could give change at a car wash, for all I know. There's a million jobs where you don't have to wear anything specific. She could have got a, a part-time bartending gig at Stoney's. You know? You don't think she'd be able to wear a see-through blouse there? You don't think that would increase business? You got a million guys like that corn poke guy who think they're going to bang her. Keep calling her like 8 out of 10, my beautiful wife, 8 out of 10, beautiful April, 8 out of 10, April. Like, the dude thinks he's, like, with her. So, yeah, man, yeah. What's your favorite tip so far? What are you going to do tomorrow in your life to make this really happen? Because she knows that it will make them more passionate and more successful. Number five, make decisions unemotionally. Anna obviously has a reputation as an ice queen. She's been called nuclear Anna. I mean, she's getting shinier as the video goes on. Her neck's getting wider. Her face is getting pinker. And, and there's just more and more shine leaking out. There was a movie written about her called The Devil Wears Prada. And while I agree that she can seem a little scary, I don't... Get a movie written about you. That's step five. I think that it comes from a bad place. I just think she needs to be super straightforward to work with all of the people that she works with and get everything that she gets done. That's how I am. You should be doing everything the exact way I want it done or get the fuck out of the way. You hear me? You hear me? And I think one of the reasons that her reputation is an ice queen is that society isn't used to women who are so sure of themselves. Right, right. I love this narrative. You know, men just can't handle a strong woman. I don't like the word bossy. I don't like the word bitchy. If I was the man, you wouldn't. We would. We would. No man does that. You want step one to being treated like a man, ladies? Shut up. 
Never let those words come out of your mouth. If I was a man, I bet you we wouldn't. We wouldn't. You're boring us. If I was a man, I bet we wouldn't. Ban bossy. Yeah, you remember this? I mean, imagine in 2024 still using this excuse. And I think there a reason a lot of people don't understand her is... Can I tell you another thing you said that upset me? No, Skarika. No. You know what would be a good job for you? A nurse. <laughs> Nurses can do that. Nurses can go. And another thing that hurt me. And the reason I think a lot of men are intimidated by me and my intelligence. I think I'm just really too direct for a lot of men. You aren't. You aren't. You need a job. I'm sorry. If you have time to TikTok, you have time to clean. It's a rhyme. My boss used to say that. If you've got time to TikTok, you've got time to dry dock. And then we would press our penises together and kiss. <laughs> you ever heard of this guy? Bill Schultz? Because I haven't. But I guess he's another one of these compound media shows. The undeniable um, force that is compound media. We've seen it time and time again. These guys are on compound media. This giant network with thousands of subscribers. And then all the hosts move off of the platform and create their own YouTube channels. And they all become massive. Because of the lead-in from, from the Compound Media Network. We've seen it over and over again. Eric Nagel starts his own YouTube channel. Two people watch every show Eric Nagel does. Even Brian Johnson got tired of two people watching four people do a show. So, I don't know. Again, that's an anomaly. Eric Nagel, part of Compound Media, part of ONA back in the day. Can't get more than two people watching his show. But I'm sure that doesn't mean there's nobody watching Compound Media. Because Gino Bisconte also took a show, very popular in Compound Media, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people watch it. Love Gino. This is why he sells out everywhere, why he's working comedy clubs all over the country. Then he goes on YouTube, 50 people watch. Again, an anomaly, I'm sure. I'm sure there really are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of compound fans. I just don't know where they are. But they probably followed some of the other creators, like Chrissy May. Um, well, she's doing better than most, but again, no thousands, so I don't know where they are. But Bill Schultz has a YouTube channel. He he goes over. This is a video from nine months ago, and it's up to 7,003. Oh, sorry, no, 730 views. 730 views so i guess they're not really following him oh pat dixon used to have a show on compound me oh wait he's doing better than all of them pat's doing the best so this proves compound media has a bit oh wait no they're all from kb they're all from kevin brennan well i'm sure i'm sure that a lot of compound media stars 
I don't know why no one watches any of the people on compound media off of compound media. It's almost like compound media don't have no subscribers. You know, look at this red bar came from compound. I don't mean this as an insult, but it is. You're fucking retarded and don't know anything. Again, everybody everybody thinks history goes back to when they started following a thing. I can't help you with that. Red Bar came from compound. It didn't. It didn't. You're dumb. You're just dumb. Again, I, I don't know why the people who know the least are the ones who always want to raise their hand and go, actually, shut up. Shut up. You might as well be a nurse. Shut up. <laughs> We're really shitting on uh, nurses today. Anyway, okay, I don't know who this is, Bill Schultz, but he had a show. He had Kate Meany on to talk about her dating do's and don'ts. This is nine months ago, and why this I think is interesting. This is before she found out the internet was a cruel place. She thought she was going to be popular, funny, a comedian, get an audience, build up fans. Remember, she had her own podcast for a while. It was called like uh, um, Kate Speech or something like that. Not a bad name. Not a bad name. Um, of course, she's deleted every episode of Kate Speech so that we can't watch it. But... This is before all that. This is before when she thought she really, really uh, was going to be a part of the world and have prospects. Chris Bueller, $25. I want to throat punch her so I don't have to hear her vocal fry anymore. Knock it off. That goes for the guy always calling into your show, too. Are you a man? Who calls in with vocal fry? A guy? You talking about Buzzard Bill? <laughs> Who's the guy who calls in with vocal fry? Citizen Am, Lance. Hey, Keanu on. She said on her show that when she was at the Imholtz, she signed into her Hulu account, and Aaron's and April's are still using it without permission. Fair? Foul? I mean, imagine giving a fuck. Hit him low and go. She looks like the predator when you pause. Yeah, she's gross. She's gross. That's why we're moving on to Kate. Dill dog, thank you for becoming a new member. Is that like, is the dill dog like the ball dog? Is there a ball dog? Ball hog. All right, I don't know what this is. Let's see. There's no sound. There's no audio. Look Gen at this. Gen Z is making date, are making dates to go to yoga and or fitness boot camps rather than wait for it. A bar. Um, the post profiles several different young people, like yourself, uh, that. Oh, wow. Kate's already like, I am young. Thank you. Have opted out of going out for drinks after meeting someone that they want to hang Hey, I say morning on Twitter every day. Is that the name of their show? Morning? Not with. And it's just all fitness all the time. You got your yoga, uh, Amaral, a 27-year-old who works in tech and lives in Charlotte. Let me give you a little behind the scenes on any of these articles, people. Amaral is a friend of the person that wrote this article. 
Uh, oh. And uh, that's why they used the only that name. And this probably isn't even a trend, but it's a quick thing to file and fake trend, and now we're talking about it. Anyway, back to the story. But it's uh, a Bruce, talker. <laughs> it's a talker, and we likes those. Um, she uh, proposed uh, the wor- uh, yoga uh, as an alternate for going out to a bar with this one dude. She was pleasantly surprised when he said yes. They had a great time. I love getting to see how he faced not knowing what he I mean, this is boring. We got to get to Kate. He was doing and on an absolute combat. That's the thing. The results. I mean, look how different Kate looks. How much work has she had done in a year? She's almost childlike here, but her face is fucking square. She looks like ski mask. Actually, no, because you're hot. <laughs> so that's the thing. I don't even know why I'm asking. I'm pretty sure she has herpes too. Like you were ugly and sober. Good luck. <laughs> you know, she's always got little sores on her lips. Holy shit! Look at this. Look at that freeze frame. Boy. At 23 years old, it looks like she's had buckets of work done. And then the guys who are simping over this. (laughs) She's really pretty. Is she? (laughs) Well, if I wasn't so... Look at that bump on her lip. Matches the one on her back. And not like me, where it's your whole back and blends in. No, she's got like... Oh, wow. Doom says she looks like Gina Levy. That's not a bad call. You can see a younger Gina Levy. Sober, I would be ugly. If I was... What did she just say? (laughs) <laughs> oh, so, that's the thing. I don't even know why I'm asking. If you were ugly and sober, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I wasn't sober, I would be ugly. That doesn't even make sense. If I wasn't sober, I would be ugly. Cut to now where she's gross all the time. Um... And always hopped up on pills and alcohol and stuff like that. By her own admission, chasing coke through the streets of New York City at night. Now by her own admission, she's ugly. If I'm not sober, I'm ugly. Oh. Yeah, there's like a curve there. It's like I'm a million times more attractive now than (laughs) when I was drinking tons of Corona and Jameson. Um, She's 23. She's, a, she's another one of these 23-year-old people who, oh, I'm so glad I gave up alcohol when I was young. <laughs> because that just ages you. Alcohol, like, really is not Botox. And we we know now she cries herself to sleep drinking wine. Sometimes she has to go over to her mom's house so they can fight about her internet presence. And they can both just get drunk and pill out. Alcohol's right, now not it's Botox. Just close to home. Yeah. Right. Just like mommy, one day I'll live in Westchester and I'll just drink myself silly. Right, mom? 
<laughs> but did you not find that it was sort of, uh, you know, what's the cliche about it just being an elixir when you're meeting someone and yeah. it helps with the nerves and stuff like that? Obviously, it's a crutch yeah. and it can be more so as it goes on. But you didn't worry about that when you started dating sober? Well, my last boyfriend, I just kind of like threw it on the table from the beginning. I don't drink. and Wow. This is nine months ago. Now she drinks, goes to strip clubs, takes pills, looks for cocaine, fucks guys who shoot fingers off. She hops from dick to dick. Dove to Matt Mead to Chad Zumach to Jim Stancil to who? who's this new guy? And so he was really respectful of that. Um, but yeah, it was hard at times. But now that I've reached a place where I've really come to resent i mean she really does have a bad face the shape of her face those little bumps on her lips Ugh. alcohol it's just easy to go out with somebody and not what are all those little bumps on her upper lip care about it because i've kind of trained my brain to be like that yeah which is great yeah imagine kate meany training her brain get out of the way everybody it's gonna it's gonna spew smoke <laughs> Do you have an issue dating someone that drinks, period? No. Really? Mm-mm. He, she likes guys who drink, period, blood. You hear that? Huh. That's interesting, too. I'd actually oh, yeah, I prefer to a date of... a drinker than a non-drinker. Really? What? Really? Yeah. Uh, why, what, what was it about the non-drinkers? That you... They have sticks up their asses. Mm. <laughs> now, Kate, just because you haven't tried sticks yet, don't judge. <laughs> you know what? I respect anyone like yourself that has realized, hey, I got an issue with this and stopped. I do. N- I've never liked people that have just never drank, period. Yeah. I, uh, I yeah. that very strange. Like, yeah. there is something going on there psychologically. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be in control, man. Yeah. I don't want, I don't, I don't like anyone that wants to be in that much. Control. Yeah. You have to have experienced that crazy at some yes. point in your life. So, again, I don't know about you. I I love when 22-year-olds tell you about life. They make statements all the time like my entire life or my young life or a long time ago I used to, or back in the day, she's been allowed to drink for two years legally. Now, again, her parents are shit. Her dad was a a gay absentee father. Her mother seems, uh, I don't want to make judgments about her mother, Mary Ann Halford, but If I had to guess, she's one of these constantly wind-up moms who's just not even paying attention to their daughter. Her daughter's sneaking boys in at night, fucking dudes on the living room couch. She, She comes out while they're fucking, doesn't even notice, pours herself some more wine, goes back to bed. I, I, I picture just this rich lady. She's like, like Kate says, she doesn't date. She never after her gay husband rejected her and left the family, she just started rotting to her core. And now this is your daughter. It's the only way you produce a daughter this dumb, this dumb and out of it to be 23 years old, telling everybody like, yeah, I used to drink a lot and it was chaotic and crazy. And now I don't drink, you know, it's just, I don't know. There's something about it. It'll screw up your life. And when I was younger, it's like, you can't rent a car. You can't rent a car. (laughs) 
But tell us again how life works. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just, it's very strange to me. Yeah. And it speaks to something bigger that I would not be able to define. But um, yeah, it's very odd. Like, have you ever dated someone that was sober? I know you've dated big old drunks of the British persuasion. Um, I definitely dated people who had issues with alcohol. Uh, and then, unfortunately, they maybe did their sober stints when they were not with me. <laughs> well, you, you can do that to anyone. First of all, you drive people to drink, and then they uh, get find a better place after they're done with you. Yeah, no, but there was like... Um, the- <laughs> Look at Kate. I'm on a show. I'm on a program. This one athlete who, <laughs> like, if they were in it, I clearly... Yeah, no. Yeah. Or, like, wouldn't it be fun if we did goat yoga? I'd know. Yeah, no. <laughs> Please I, tell me that actually happened. I would have more fun just sitting on a pier yeah. with you. Like that kind of birthday party. Skydiving. Anything. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the same thing with people that do activity day. They can't just do a cruise. Comedian. Comedy shows as No fucking days. way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I understand why people would want to do that. And it's kind of a good environment to do it. So my comedy shows on first dates. But because you don't really have to talk to the yeah. person as much. You can also gain. Yeah, Kate doesn't like uh, dates where you don't talk. She's deep. She likes to have conversations. Six-hour phone calls with Chad Zumach. I'm not kidding you. Can you imagine a more weird, boring call? Chad Zumach and Kate Meany. There's nothing in their heads. They, they don't know anything about anything. Chad can't pronounce most words. Gasparulo. <laughs> Regiment. Okay. Age their sense of humor. I, I, pay, I would pay for one of their three-hour phone calls on audio. You hear that, Gladwell Ape? You want to redeem yourself? I'm not even kidding. I'll pay $1,000. For an hour's long phone call audio between Kate and Chad. Somebody make it happen. Somebody, I, I guarantee you one of them's got a cricket phone or a boost mobile. Chad, Chad's got an iPhone 6, I think. If anyone can jailbreak and hack that, $1,000 for at least two hours of audio of them laying in bed, twirling the phone cord. You hang up. No, you hang up. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Melton's dumb. He's the worst. Ray's ugly. He's the worst. He's got a vagina chin. He's got a vagina chin. We are smart. We are the best. Yeah. Yeah. Just get on with Kevin. You'll be safe. Melton can't touch us. I mean, what would it be? I'd love it. I would really love that. Yeah, and you can get, like, a little socially lubricated, not socially lubricated, just, like, comfort, like, alcohol, like, lubricates your personality. We're six minutes in. She's already on lube. Uh, In a certain kind of way. So it's kind of a good environment to do that. Mm -hmm. However, um, for myself, not not something I want. I've never really, I've never understood the movie. What do you want for yourself? Private school, acting lessons, singing lessons, theater, nursing, communications degree, waitress. What do you want for yourself? Oh yeah, cocaine and dicks in your butt. 
happy thing, the comedy thing, where instead of like you're hanging yeah. out, you're just looking at something. Like yeah. I'm looking at something that has nothing to do with us at all. Yeah. But you're right next to me. So this is the thing that we're doing. Like yeah. my dad used to tell me before he met my mom, changed his life, of course. But he met a girl and he had seasoned cub cooker almost something like they go out and she was but nope. sitting there watching doesn't want any she's just like i can't believe she dates so i don't really go on a lot of dates so we've been following kate meany for like three months and she's had two boyfriends share the text message of two other boyfriends had hours-long phone calls with four different men that she's admitted. But she doesn't go out on a lot of dates. No, it's not a date. It's just, just ass play and coke. Yeah, no. That was the main thing yeah. that interested me about yeah. this. It wasn't the sober element. I just don't think, uh, what do they call it, Gen Zs or millennials. I don't think anyone goes on dates anymore yeah. Yeah. i feel like that's such a I, I actually feel kind point. of blessed in that way that back back in my 20s i did go on a lot of dates yeah right i'm just like kind of more of the person yeah what about you back in your 20s kate did you ever go on a lot of dates hello yeah this is uh touch my tony the the funny thing is about uh, a, a girl like kate meany chad zumach actually does have a shot with her a girl like that because she does drink or do whatever, no joke, especially the way she grew up, talking with mom not paying attention, sneaking guys in. All you got to do is whip it out. Whip it out. She's not going to be scared. She wouldn't need to. She would actually probably do something with it. Well, Stancil, no Stancil said that you know she was going to come up to his room because he had Coke, but the minute he didn't have Coke, she wouldn't go up to his room. It's like I said, I, I do think like if either of these guys lived in her city – they could absolutely close the deal if they had any game. The problem is Chad Chad is such an insecure boob of a man at age 50 that the minute his confidence gets shot and she kind of like nags him or blows him off, he can't handle that because he's so fucking insecure. He'll start attacking her like, yeah, Kate's a loser. I knew it from the beginning. She's ugly. I was never attracted to her anyway. I never liked Kate. Just like John, you know, it's like. But if uh, guaranteed, the minute she offered them anything, they'd take her right back. They just get insecure, and yeah. then they blow it for themselves. It's funny when you watch uh, John talking about uh, so she has flabby arms. Then they look old clip, and he's like, she's a flabby-armed bitch. As soon as he she likes him, he's like, oh, I love that laugh. You're so pretty. It's, 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 if, if they were confident. All right, you're breaking up. We're going to let you go, but I get the point. I get the point. Thank you. Thanks. All right. See you. Appreciate it. Um, Yeah, sorry. Your phone's breaking up. And, and Kate's used to that. Chad's used to that. I've told you this before. Chad goes so hard on everybody and burns everybody down because everybody takes Chad back, just like everybody kind of takes Ray back. Chad is retarded, and everybody feels sorry for him. Everyone in his life. Mark my words. They'll never admit it. Godfrey, Swartzen. Florentine, all these dudes feel bad for Chad. He is the loser that just keeps getting knocked down and is never going to be a threat. He's not going to be a threat to women. He's not going to be a threat to men. He's not going to be a threat to anybody professionally. Everyone will throw Chad a bone. Now, look, Nick Swartz and Jim Florentine, Godfrey, all these guys, he comes, uh, uh, Daniel Tosh and TJ Miller. 
they don't take Chad on the road for any important gig. There's no theater gig or or arena gig or tour that Chad could ever be a part of. Number one, he couldn't stay sober enough. Number two, he's just a weak comic. He just doesn't have it. They'll happily be like when TJ Miller ventures to town and, and slums it at the Tampa Improv, he'll throw Chad a bone because, eh, who cares? But Chad is never going to be a contender. Chad's never going to threaten it. No one's nervous with Chad around their girlfriend. No one's nervous if Chad goes up before them. No, no one's ever been scared of Chad in any facet of his life. He, he, he at work when he when he was a radio guy, he was a joke. Women would come into the studio, arm wrestle him to laugh at him. He was the joke. He was the joke. So uh, it's just, you know, no one feels bad for him. They always take him back. They always, you can threaten to rape, rape somebody's children. You can dox their family. People take Chad back. He's just a pathetic locale that people do, do accept back into the fold. And Kate's the same way. I think Kate's used to buttering up to anybody and having them side with her. She'll go team up with John to go against Kevin. She'll team up with Chad to go against John. She'll team up with with uh, Ray to go against Melton and Kevin to go against Melton. I mean, it just, will anybody have me new daddy, new daddy? Will anybody have me? Will you have me new daddy? Will you have me please? Will you have me? And I can prove this. Kate has contacted me once yesterday and she's done it before in the past to tell me how much she loves the show to tell me how funny I am. You know, the problem with your shows trashing me, I just think you're really funny, and I find it really funny. Expecting me to go like, oh, really? I never thought about it that way. Fuck. So hold on, you're just playing Chad and stuttering John, and you really like me? Fuck. Ah. Kate's okay, guys. Kate's pretty cool. JK, JK. As if. Again, I told you this when you were on Johnson. You're like, Melton's going to be so proud of me for going after shit. I'm not. You're a loser, Cocor. You're a loser trash bag of a woman. Sorry. Sorry. Not even a good one. Not even a hefty cinch sack or a Duraflex. You're a sad store brand trash bag. And the, the best part of it is when, when we're done, we can just fold you up in and up on yourself and take you out. Hello. Hey, Patty, how are you doing? Great. Um, would you ever get to a point where you I would want to have a conversation I with her? <laughs> I really? Wouldn't. Why? You don't think you could help this lady out? No. Nor would I want to. So we have, we have totally thrown her out. Yeah, like Chad Zuma. It's like Chad Zuma. Like, you want to say anything to my face? No. Yeah, but she hasn't threatened to fight you or anything. She's a dumb, worthless member of society that's everything wrong with everything. And if you don't see that, you're not paying attention. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. No, this is what this is what's wrong with America today. Her. You can see it on her. And anybody who's had any adversity in their life knows what I'm talking about. I understand some people are going like, I don't understand, Patrick. What's 
what's the big deal? She's a fucking vulture. She's a worthless buzzard of a woman. You talking about birds now? <laughs> she has a private school education and is dumber than dog shit. I'm not saying this to be mean. There is nothing in her head. She's dumb. Again, her career options so far are musical theater or nursing. Hello? Hello, Patrick. I called you several times, and I'm wondering if I am the guy with vocal fry. Maybe. We'll never know. Um, we don't have time for bits right now. Uh, how will Bill, How is Bill Schultz the most annoying one on the screen? Other than Patrick, of course. This is rude stuff, Panhandler. And one more, you'll be banned. One more, you'll be ousted from the entire system and never be allowed to super tip again. Hey, Kate, I got that Dizope you wanted. Can I come over and offload my baby batter in your stretched out back pussy? My dad always punched me if I squealed when he was taking my b-hole. I'm winning. Come ride this hype train and take a hype train like <laughs> I do in saunas. Praise <laughs> Jesus for anal. So it makes that I look like a really cool bird today. Which is great. April looks like a really cool bird today. Patrick looks like a really cool bird. I hate following Chad. He brings the heat. He makes it rough to be a comedian. He's Tom Brady and the rest of us are on the bench. He's 50. He's 50. I'm 50. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just, she's everything wrong with the world. This woman, mark my words, will never have to worry in life. She will be kept her entire life. She's attractive enough to constantly have a parade of men who will keep her in exchange for the friction her asshole provides their penises. I hate to put it like that, but that is what's happening. Private school education never learned a thing. She went to, where, where did she go? To fucking uh, Sarah Lawrence? Didn't learn a thing. Doesn't know shit. Communications degree. Worthless. She's been a waitress for two years, and she's still chasing cocaine every night around New York City as the sun comes up. She's thinking about going to nursing school. She'll happily let you know she got accepted, as if they don't accept brain-dead zombie women. There's nothing of redeeming value in this woman's head. And I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm not saying it to be mean. You can tell when you talk to Keanu, there's something there. You know, I don't know why she's already bottomed out at OnlyFans, but Keanu has some intelligence. Clearly a very privileged woman. Clearly he's had stuff handed to her whole life and clearly will be kept her whole life. Also can be kept. Attractive woman who doesn't have to do anything and can just be passed around from men to handle her for the rest of her life. And yet she's chosen Gino. No prospects, no money, no talent, no future. That's trying to get Gino riled up. The point is, I don't think Keanu's dumb, dumb. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on because you never really get anything real out of either of them, but I can tell when someone's like actually dumb. Chad is actually stupid. 
Chad is factually actually not intelligent. Kate Meany, I, I was telling Carl this uh, on a text the other day. The the Seinfeld scene that comes up in my mind for Kate Meany over and over and over again is when uh, Jerry and Elaine are in the diner and they're discussing Newman. I don't remember what it's about. I think it's the one where Jerry finds out that Newman used to date a girl that Jerry dates. And Elaine says to Jerry, maybe there's more to Newman than meets the eye. And Jerry's reply is, oh, no, there's less. That's exactly how I feel about Kate Meany. Everyone's sitting around going, oh, hold on. Maybe there's something to this Kate Meany. There's not. There's not. Maybe there's more to Kate Meany than meets the eye. There's less. There's less. Matter of fact, the only reason you're any bit intrigued by this woman is her father's legacy and the fact that she keeps going on podcasts and stepping on rakes. It's the only facets of her comedy that mean anything. And every conversation she's ever been in on any podcast, bet me, turns to sexual conversations. Because that is, at her core, her worth. Holes. Holes. She's got one in her mouth, one in her butt, one in her puss, and a bigger one in her brain. There's nothing there. It's why she don't know what she wants to do at 24. At 24, I had 90 things I wanted to do, too. The difference was they all took synapses firing and I had the ability to do them. She's like, maybe I'll be not. Maybe I'll be a nerd. Maybe I'll be a doctor. Maybe I sing. Maybe I do acting. Sing? Hello? She can't. She can't. Maybe I do a waitress. Maybe I won the family business at the comedy club. Maybe I'll sit at home with mom and drink because daddy left. She's a cloaca, and that's it. She's a general purpose whole. Cloaca girl. You get, you're getting it. You're all starting to get it. And who, like, finds somebody, and if I like them, like, I really like them at first. So mm. it's really hard to find that kind of... I don't want to go on first dates with anybody I don't feel a certain... Yeah. Tingling in the asshole for. Chemistry with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm not going to want to go out with somebody just to go on a date. A lot of my yeah. friends do that, and they go on serial dates, and just, like, that's not for me. I don't even like Cocoa Puffs. Serial dates. Mm-hmm. Well, then, so yeah, you already know that you like the person if you're going on a quote unquote first yeah. date to begin with. So, um, never really a bad one then. Where was your mind ever changed when you like? Oh, I think I I'm really into this person. So we're definitely gonna again. Can we get Tiff and uh, and uh, Ga and Skeddy Tooth John on a panel and ask them about dating? You know, women who have lived life. No, 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 no. Let's wheel in a brain-dead, confused 22-year-old. And let's pick her brain on lessons she's learned 
<laughs> I mean, here's the thing is like, I know, look, when I was 22, I thought I was super smart, smarter than everybody, yada, yada, yada. There's just a thing about reps. There's just a thing about experience. There's no shortcut. You know, Joe Howard said this about Chad. Chad always wants a shortcut to getting clean and sober. You've got to check yourself in the promises Malibu, Chad. There's no shortcut. You've got a real problem, a real addiction, and you can keep lashing out, taking it out on everyone else, pounding your chest and telling us you're winning. But we're all watching a guy circle the goddamn drain, and you know it. You know it, too. Gina wants to tell you that that comedy show and, and AC was amazing and great. They're going to do it again. He's proud of it. Okay. Okay. Everyone who's involved with comedy in any capacity knows you're full of shit. That show is dog shit. And there's no, there's no other way to spin it. So, again, I'm glad you're fooling all the idiot civilians who don't know anything about comedy. They, you can tell them it was a great show and all this stuff. We know better. We know. How? I've seen a million comedy shows. I've done a million of them. You know and I know that show is dog shit. No amount of you gaslighting yourself and telling yourself it all went great. Everybody had fun. We'll make it good. Sorry. You know it. I know it. So we're left with who can I fool about it? And when you boil that down, then you just have the dumbest audience ever. I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody who thinks I'm amazing watching me. I'm not. I'm not. I just try a little and have a spark of talent. And in a sea of losers who don't try at all and never have talent, it shines. It rises to the top. I don't know why. Aaron doesn't try. Aaron just keeps telling you they do great shows. Aaron doesn't improve anything. He just keeps telling you that he's the best. They, they don't try ever. As a matter of fact, we've watched it get diminished to a point where they just sit Indian style, rock, do drugs, eat on camera. There's, there, there's one recently where he's, he's uh, the one where he forgot about the sex. He's scraping uh, crackers and dip into his mouth while, he, while he's doing a show. It's like, no, a new song, a new graphic, a new idea, a new game, a new segment, a new way to interact with fans. No, 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 no. He just keeps telling you, last night's show was great. We got another awesome one for you today. Today's show was awesome. We got another great one for you tonight. Tomorrow's show's going to be awesome. Rumble Fridays. Gino's going to be here. What else have you planned? Gino's going to be here. Rumble Friday. It's going to be great. No goals. Just send in $5 to get the thing off the plane. There's a rumble. We do a great show. We're the best show. I think I'm probably one of the best broadcasters. Maybe Kumi is better than me. But other than that, we do a great show. It's just like, or, or do something. Or you could try something. Again, Chad Zumok has spent a year telling you he's amazing and everyone else needs to quit. Meanwhile, Chad Zumok has quit. Again, when is sit-down Zumok on? Does anyone know? You don't. When is Mondays with Mazer on? Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. When? Nobody knows. Chad Zumok has quit. And when he does do a show, he comes on and tells you who should quit. You know who really sucks at podcasting? Ray. See you next Thursday for another 38 minutes of hot sauce and hope. <laughs> it's like, okay. 
How did Melton steal your fans? How? Let's let's just stop arguing that it happened. Okay. How did that happen? What made people start waking up in the morning and go, steal to our Melton, steal to our Melton, Melton? What made that happen? Chad, when you go later this morning, I got word, and I come on and snipe you, and I have 450 and you have 67, how did that happen? On whose watch? What's preventing Steel Toe from stealing their audience back? We're on at the same time. You do a show. You have two two people. You have a whole basement to do a show in with two people. You have rotating guests. Steal them back. Take them back. I even I'm resting on my lore. I, I I bumped it back two hours. You have a two hour lead in. Why do they all come over here? You can watch the numbers. You can watch it happen. Take them back. Chad. Melton took your fans, start a morning show, and take it back. Or is the studio not ready? It's easier to say things that you know you don't have to do anything about. Ray should quit. Melton should quit. Because what is that? You don't really have to do anything, right? You're just making a statement. But when you say, I'm going to learn this and get good at it, I'm going to build a studio, we've seen where action steps lead Chad. We've seen where plans lead Chad. I think people are going to be pretty surprised at the show and I see we're going to give back. I think people are going to be really surprised at what we do. Were they or was it like exactly what we thought from Chad? No effort, failure. Cut to Chad saying, I knew when I got there, it was going to be a shit show. and We just got to get through it. Does that sound like it's worth your $25? Does that sound like it's a guy who's trying? Does that sound like a guy who deserves attention and an audience? No, no. So again, when you're going to build the studio, it never happens because you're a lazy sack of shit with no ideas. You got show, show ideas with Stuttering John and Opie and an afternoon show. And you're going to be never stop sniping Kevin. $2,000. You'll never go back on Kevin. Hey, you're back on Kevin now for the lowest pay ever. Why? It's easier. You don't have to think of anything. Kevin carries the show. You just get to pipe up and sing a song every time you hear a lyric you recognize. It's so much easier to, for Chad to just, oh, just be somebody's dog on a leash. Just, yeah, I'll bark when you tell me to. Just give me a treat. I don't want to have to build a dog house or start a dog training center. I don't know how to do any of that. Even though I keep wagging my finger at everybody who's doing things. So yeah, it's, it's great to just go Ray should quit. Cause then you don't have to do anything. But when you go, I'm building a studio or I'm starting a new show or I'm going to have a new time slot. Now you've, you've said words and you have to commit to it. I've sat here and shat all over Chad's show and hyped up Hackamania, May 31st through June 2nd, Hackamania.com for tickets. I'm going to look fucking retarded if it's the same as Chad's show. Do you understand that? I've said the words now, so I have to do something. I have to make sure there's lighting. 
I have to make sure there's a live stream. I have to make sure that there's seats. I have to make sure the sound system works, PA, if you will. I have to make sure that the the picking up your badges and ticket tickets goes smoothly. I have to make sure the acts are in town. They have hotels. They have flights. That they're paid. That everyone's on the same page. I have to do something now because I've created an event. And if I don't, I'm going to look fucking retarded. I don't get to just go... I was going to build a studio. Here's the mouse pad for proof, but now I'm not because you guys suck and I'm not a nerd. Can I do that at Hackamania after you've paid $100? When you show up, do I get to go, I was going to set all this up and get all the acts in town, but I just decided to keep the money and we'll put on the karaoke machine and we'll we'll, we'll just try to get through this. I Fuck. Fuck. It's fucking pathetic. So it's not that I think I'm miles ahead of everyone else. It just appears that way because I try a little and don't just completely serve you slop and make you eat it and go, well, what do you expect? It's Zumok. We went from, you're going to be surprised at what we do in December. Chad said that to in February, I knew it was going to be a shit show and I just wanted to get through it. He wanted to get through it and get out of there. You people were annoying to him. <laughs> Fucking hell. If only we could get some insight from someone. If only we could get a little insight from someone. Maybe who knows. Kate Meany a little bit better. Was she always like this? Wagging her finger. Pounding her chest. Doing coke. Letting men in her asshole? Was she always this little shit-stirring bad girl? Ten years ago, Kate Meany's mother, Marianne Halford, appeared on a program called The Future of Content. And believe it or not, she told us a little story about her baby girl, who was at the time 14 years old, 10 years ago, 2014. And I think it's very interesting that you. Hello, ghost of future. <laughs> this is where we're headed. And by the way, this is 10 years ago. You can almost see Kate in Marianne. You can almost see her unsure of herself, trying to show a little cleavage for credibility. You know, we didn't know whether to wear the lynx or the hound's tooth today. <laughs> but we've got Marianne Halford here. This is... Six years after her husband left her for cock, she's never been on another date, according to her own daughter. She looks like a booze hag. Yep, you're right. She looks like a a woman whose life's been destroyed. Of course, in a couple years from now, her husband, her ex-husband, will die, leaving both her and her daughter to wonder, Why weren't we good enough for daddy? Why wasn't our vagina good enough? 
And now Kate's like, I'll never make the same mistake. I'll give up my asshole from day one. That way, if he's gay, maybe he'll stay. My daddy liked assholes. Perhaps if my mommy let my daddy in her asshole more often, she wouldn't have gotten so hungry. He wouldn't have gotten so hungry for man ass. Because I find it hard to believe that Marianne Halford's ass isn't hairy. Look at her. She looks like a man, baby. (laughs) All right, listen to Marianne Halford now tell you about her daughter and how she behaves at home. Wait till you hear this again. uh, Ten years ago, my, 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 ten years ago, her daughter loved Hulu. And now her daughter loves ass play and cocaine. Whose fault is this, mommies or daddies? You, you talk about the younger audience, and people in the broadcast business know that they need to go and target millennials, but millennials won't traditionally watch television. They don't. I'm a mother of a millennial. I have a 14-year-old daughter. Hello! And she has some shows that she loves a great deal. She no longer watches Glee when it's on. She used to watch it uh, live when it was on, but she's in high school now and has too much homework. So Hulu Plus. She catches up on it on the weekends. She doesn't have to watch it in time. And Pretty Little Liars, uh, she was at camp all summer, so she had exhausted every episode on Netflix. So, Mom, I need to get it on Amazon Prime. How do I get it on Amazon Prime? She figured that out. Oh, okay. So now, boom. So I know I'm going to be seeing more credit card charges. I for, was just uh, going to say, how do I get it on Amazon Prime? Use Mom's credit card. Exactly. That- exactly. She knows my password. So now she's sort of... Kate has her mom's credit cards and passwords. Kate has her mom's credit cards and passwords. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, this is what I'm, I, 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 look, I'm not saying every kid should grow up poor like me. Like when there's a field trip, you shouldn't have to like, you know, uh, literally like I, I would have to go home and be like, can I afford to go on this field trip with the class? That's how poor I was growing up. Now, I don't know if that's, that's right. But this idea that a 14-year-old girl can just sign up for services and have things delivered. I hear Adam Carolla talk about this all the time. Like his kids just all throughout the day, like Uber Eats just keeps showing up, bringing stuff to their kids. And he's just like, whose account is this? His. Just letting your kids frictionlessly buy things and have everything they want. What do you get when that happens? You get Kate Meany. You get Kate Meany. And here's her mom, you know, again... She's been left by the father. She doesn't date. She feels probably worthless. Her daughter's growing up watching her mother rot on the vine like this, depressed, knowing I got to give up the asshole if I ever expect any happiness. My mom never gave up the asshole. My dad craved it so much. He had to go eating booty like groceries amongst bathhouses and gay comedy clubs. And I know her mom's smart. I know her mom's smart. She's not just another dumb, basic woman with a dumb, basic job regurgitating decades-old takes. She's got some great takes. Now, I know it's tough. Rewind yourself back to 2014 
And listen to listen to how on the ball Marianne Halford is about entertainment. This is her job. This is her wheelhouse. She knows what millennials like, and she knows how audiences work, and she knows what entertainment. She knows. She knows. Listen to this in 2014 as a take. To figure out how to work with Amazon Prime. She was very good on Netflix and Hulu Plus, uh, but now uh, I have to be a little bit careful as to what goes on with Amazon Prime. But again, though, here she is. She's 14, and she is not watching anything. She's not saying... Tuesday night, I have to watch this show at 8 o'clock or this show at 9 o'clock. She watches it when it works for her, and typically that means on Friday nights and on Saturdays, she likes to sit around after working really hard. She's a very busy girl at school, and she'll binge. She's a very busy girl, the kind who doesn't have a father. She will always let her knickers down. She, she likes, likes it, it in her butthole. The girl is super weak. So this, in 2014, her mother says, you know what's crazy? And this is her mother's voice. You know what's crazy? My daughter, she sits around on Friday and Saturday nights. She has no friends. She's a loser. She loves just laying back, kicking up her feet on a Friday or Saturday night and enjoying the hell out of some content. The interesting thing, I don't think a lot of people know this, 2014. A lot of people don't know this. She doesn't say, for instance, I have a show a Tuesday at 8 o'clock that I have to watch. She can watch it whenever she wants. She can watch it whenever she wants. She's streaming. And she, you know, she can put it on whatever she wants. Usually, again, Friday, Saturday, she's a complete loser. She doesn't have any friends that go out and do anything. And it's great. She can watch it whenever she wants. Now, she was good at Netflix, but now she's figuring out really good with the buttons. She's getting good at Amazon Prime. So I'm going to have to watch that Amazon Prime. I'm sorry. An executive at the forefront of media consumption industry festival. I don't know what this is. Her hot take in 2014 is, you know, the kids today don't even have appointment viewing. (laughs) She just puts it on whatever she wants. Can you believe? Can you believe? Now, this is 2014. Okay. This This is, you know, on the cusp of... Stranger Things. <laughs> this is on the cusp of... Uh, this is a Newsroom. This is... Uh, what else was 2000? What was happening in 2014? No shit. No shit. 2014 is seven years behind when anyone had a DVD shipped from Netflix. And she's taking this take to a trade show in 2014. You know, the kids today, they don't even, they don't even, they can watch it whenever they want. They don't have to put on the, when I was a, it was TGIF. You had Sinemafeld and Friends and, 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 and ER. <laughs> when I was a kid, you had TGIF, TGIF was uh, Boy Meets World, Urkel. The black family one, that was the Urkel. 
step by step. When I was uh, the kids today, they don't even she can she can put it whenever she she can watch it whenever she uh, she oh <laughs> it's true it's true. <laughs> Again, if this was two thousand eight nine, and you were saying this. Okay, that's an emerging trend. No, 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 no. This is 2014. You know, I'm glad we're here at the trade show. (laughs) I wanted to say something that I've spotted that a lot of people aren't catching on to. The kids now, they don't even turn into Ted Koppel. They don't even turn it on. They don't even care. I asked my daughter the other day. She's a big loser. No friends on a Friday night. I was like, do you want to watch Seinfeld? It's on at 5.30 and 6. And she was like, Mom, we can stream that anytime we want. And I was like, what? What's this now? She's turned into a Bob's Burgers character. I'm sorry. I turned her into Tina. <laughs> I just can't. But I love the little glimpse of, of innocent... Eeny meeny. And this is again, it was a few years before her father passed away. And it's like the minute, the minute that heavens opened up and accepted her father, her asshole opened up and accepted cock. The minute her father got approval to enter the kingdom of heaven, men got the approval to enter the queendom of her ass. You know, it feels a little empty around here without dad. That's better. She just sits sits on it and situates like like one of those eagles in the cameras up at Big Bear. She just settles on it. She's watching one of those birds on the cameras up in Big Bear. One of these bald eagles is in a nest. It's snowing. The eagle's just looking at the camera like, really? You brought a camera up here? You couldn't bring some North Face? I couldn't get a Patagonia. That's what Kate does on Dick. She just like sits on it and immediately immediately feels daddy's love return to her her id. <laughs> uh, drive by ten dollars says Kate's mom only had one child to raise, and that child turned out to be nothing more than an empty-headed dunce and a jizz-guzzling whore. You're not wrong. And again, it must be hard for an executive. She was at NBC. Now she's involved in some other fucking program. Again, it's not like her mom's smart. Marianne Halford seems like a fucking dull bitch herself. But it's not her fault. We don't know how she was before her husband abandoned the family. We don't know how she was before her daughter started turning into a mindless little, you know, frivolous whore before her very eyes. Even back then, her mother could tell. The way she consumes media is probably how she's going to consume cock whenever she wants and binging it. <laughs> Just how my daughter likes her Hulu Plus, she likes her cocaine. She likes it all laid out. A full season's worth. <laughs> uh, 260 likes. G-Rob really wants everybody to hit the like button to get us up to 300 for the morning. I couldn't agree more. Thank you again uh, to today's executive producer, which is, of course, uh, Flimsy Greenberg. 
We couldn't do most shows we do without Flimsy Greenberg. He's a super addition to the chat and just an all-around good fellow who supports the show. And if you want to support the show and become one of our – oh, fuck, wrong one – high rollers, then please uh, please do. You just uh, just hand me dollars. Just throw money at me, the, the, the super tip system or the super chats or the memberships or the gifteds or the PayPal, the Venmo or the – Dick suck or the ass flop or the wind candy. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works and I don't really care. We're going to do some bonus content and we'll get out of here. Cause I promised you an update on Heather Gillespie's baby. And now it's time to watch the state. Take it away for good. Oh, I really got a piss though. We're going to have to do this one quick. Where is it? Where's my link? Heather Gillespie has had her baby and it's already been taken away by the uh, authoritarian. We do have a little update. Here we go. 219. Whoa. As you guys know, Heather had her baby last night. Here's a quick clip. Right before she headed to the hospital, she's still in the tent. And she's saying she just wants to get to the hospital and she doesn't want to be with Xavier anymore. Still laying here sick as fuck. I just woke up. Look at those DSLs. We're going now. I'm having irregular contractions again. I'm in a lot of pain besides being sick. I hope I'm not in labor. <coughs> Hot. Now, when she gets to the hospital, she uploaded a story on Instagram and she seems frantic because she thinks Xavier disappeared with all her stuff, you know, the tent and all their belongings. I mean, we know she doesn't like him out of her sight for too long, and you can hear the Darcy. If you listen closely, you can hear. Imagine she makes Xavier bring the tent into the hospital room and set it up. Hear the nurse in the background telling her to put her phone down. I'm in labor. Xavier just disappeared with all my stuff. I have no idea where he was. Um, he's fucking men for money. We found that out. He was on the first floor right behind us with my purse and all my stuff. He's here already. He's here? The nurse is like, why don't you put your phone down? You're having a baby. Why don't you put your phone down? Again, nurses are worthless. He's here? Why don't you put your phone down? Heather, she has a picture of herself with the baby after giving birth early uh, Monday morning. I plugged the baby's face here, but there was a picture of him in the community section on my channel. He looks like a big old baby with a head full of hair. And I have to say, he's freaking adorable. He already looks like he's three months old. He's just really cute. Um, no word yet on Heather if Heather gave birth naturally or by a C-section. Seems she had him only a few hours after getting to the hospital, so she made it just in time. Uh, fun fact, Kate Meany calls her asshole the C-section. C? Heather uploaded a short video of the baby's feet, followed by a really blurry picture of the baby. I don't know what that's about. Is that Bart Harley Jarvis? Look at these toes. Look at these toes. 
So many curl shrimp. We're having she a baby. She anything further as far as the baby goes. Uh, we haven't gotten a name yet. No birth weight, time of birth, or length. And I have not seen any pictures of Xavier with the baby either. And this is just part one of this video. I plan on adding to it as I hear and see. Xavier looks like if you, if you asked AI to draw a homeless band drummer. He's like homeless, but he's in a band, but he's a drummer, but he's also homeless, but he's in a band, but he also sucks guys off in secret behind dumpsters, but he's also like homeless in a band. Thanks. Heather did post this picture on her Facebook um, tonight, Monday night. Uh, it's a picture of herself after a workout. It's one of those, um, you know, memories on Facebook, and I think it's from two or three years ago. I, I guess I should have looked that up before I posted it, but it's from a couple of years ago. And I suspect we're going to be seeing a lot of these kind of pictures in the coming months. It looks like her head is Photoshop. It's like a Jessica Rabbit almost drawn image. She's obsessed with her body. So she will uh, probably get it back. As she prepares to get back into shape. Uh, we know of her fit body is a priority to her as well as getting yeah, photo shoots, right? A free apartment and a car. I wonder where Xavier is, if he's staying at the hospital or, or if he's camping outside the hospital in the tent. Yeah, he's at the hospital Marriott. Maybe he went home to family if they'll accept him and take him in. Um, we just, I just don't know right now. Um, I can't imagine Heather allowing him to leave her side for too long. As far as what the hospital staff will offer Heather, only time hotel, and we know they have resources for shelter, but will it be up to Heather, Heather's standards? Yeah, remember Heather has like all what she wants, a furnished apartment, a certain car, the apartment has to be this big with these furnishings and all this stuff. It's like, honey, you live in a tent with mice. I, I, I love that. I love like the homeless guy who's like, is that gluten-free bread? You know, um, I don't know if she'll accept the help if it's not an apartment, a furnished apartment. I don't know how. I'd rather live in a tent in the middle of winter. Things are done in Chicago, but years ago I knew of a girl who lived in a shelter with her child. They had their own bedroom and a house full of other homeless women with children. Oh my God, I'm going to come. Stop talking about hot shit. There was a shared kitchen. A hot sh shit. Hot shit. A bathroom and there were a lot of rules. There was were curfews and classes that they had to take. They were mandatory to live in this place. They had a cleaning schedule, cooking schedule. Um, Can we get Kate Meany into one of these places? I can't remember everything, but it wasn't just a free ride. It wasn't just a free room given to them. Ugh, it's like me without a shirt. It came with strict rules and stipulations. I mean, Heather may initially agree to this type of arrangement, but I can't see her lasting long. She doesn't like to be- They're trying to get me to do dishes, and I need to do a photo shoot? ...told what to do when she definitely doesn't follow any type of rules. Uh, also, her mental health has to be addressed. I do think we'll hear more about that tomorrow. I have a feeling she is going to flip her shit when they bring it up to her. She is going to flip out um, because, you know, she's adamant that she doesn't have anything wrong with her. Lastly, before I end part one of this video, Heather shared a memory from two years ago of herself trying to use 
the USPS website to put in a change of address. She says anytime she tries to do anything with the government, it's an issue. So she's obviously still having delusions as of right now. Isn't the USPS privatized now? So it's not technically the government. Good morning again. I just wanted to say thank you so much again for everyone who's helped out. I have already changed a legal change of address with the post office in person. I went to check it online. Send all your mail to Heather Gillespie. Tent, Chicago, Illinois. They'll find me. And it doesn't show that I've done. And now it's not accepting my credit card. Isn't that fucking crazy? Like every single time. Like her credit card has no, like it's shut off, you know, because she doesn't pay her bills. So she'll go to buy something online. Then she'll be like, isn't it crazy? They shut off my card. They. Her phone, she won't pay the bill, and it'll it'll lose service. And then she'll be like, so two weeks before my baby's born, they're messing with the signals. They're scrambling my phone. It's like, right. That I move. And they even have T-Mobile texting me, like, your phone has been suspended because your bill hasn't been paid. Yeah, right. I know it's them. The ones who sent the mouse. Or do anything with some sort of the one who pooped in in uh xavier's chanclas huge issue um who do i contact does anyone know who i need to contact i i have a lot of complaints about being raped and my mail not being delivered does anybody know the office for that um <laughs> with regards to this problem please let me know in the dm if you know who Alright guys, I'm going to end part one of this video and I will upload part two tomorrow as I see and hear things. This is part two of the video. It's Tuesday, February 20th. Heather is still in the hospital. She's holding the baby in her most recent live. I'm this holding my baby! I wish she would just stick to one platform, but she's always all over the place. But we do have a name and a weight and a birth story. She also says she took a shower. This is our first Phil shower since May of 2023 when she took one at Planet Fitness. <laughs> oh, could you imagine going nine months without a shower? It, it's fucking gross. Hi, you guys. So it is 4.13 on February the 20th, 2024. This is Heather Gillespie. I am sweating profusely, so I apologize. I have gotten into the shower since giving birth, um, but so many of you have been incredibly supportive over the last several years of adversity. And I just wanted to get on and tell you guys that um, we have a happy, healthy baby boy weighing in at eight pounds, zero ounces, 52 centimeters. Um, I decided on the name Weston Mateo. Um, Mateo literally means- Hold on, so they got rid of Rico and now it's Weston, Christian Weston, Gillespie. <laughs> Hold on. Weston? What was it? Um, I decided on the name Weston Mateo. Uh, Weston Mateo. Mateo literally means gift from God. Um, and I'm just very happy, very grateful. Uh, I was able to spend some time with all my children today, other than my baby girl, the 10 year old who is at school, I assume. Hold on. You call your 10-year-old your baby girl? Um, but the big kids uh, were able to make it out here, which 
very grateful for the person who drove them. He knows who he is, um, a personal friend of the children's. You guys have come together in a way that has been so incredibly supportive, um, and I could not be more grateful. So I just, again, as fun fact, a uh, mouse conductor at a mall orchestra is the one who named the baby. Fun fact. They wanted to say it's four. That's for like 10 people. Now 15 on uh, Wednesday, the 20th of Leonard Bernstein. February. Um, and we just wanted to say hello and thank you so very much for all of your support. Um, we greatly appreciate it. So I'll be back um, in about a week. Uh. I'm going to take a few days off of social media. Um, just to kind of, you know, rest and... She's got a pen like she's doing clerical work. Give the baby, you know, some attention and love and uh, do some more writing. Um, but I'll be back as I always am. Um, so thank you guys so much for showing love. I really appreciate it. Um, I will be still posting to all my socials with my regular content. Of course. We got a photo shoot scheduled for tomorrow. Um, you know, and other things of that nature. But I'm not going to be checking in on any lives. My voice is literally gone from screaming from no epidural. Really quickly before I hop off, I'll tell you guys the birth story. So, um, everybody light a candle. Here we go. I have been insisting that we get into the hospital prior to going into labor. Uh, Xavier. I wanted to do a jello bath birth, preferably lime. I had other plans. And the day I went into labor, he was busy doing other things, running around. Uh, first time father anxiety really got to him, I suppose. Um, and I wasn't able to make it here until 12, 12 p.m. Um, on the night of my labor, or morning of my labor, rather. Um, I was already five centimeters when I arrived and they could not place an epidural until I had an entire bag of hydration. This bitch can't get raped and knocked up again fast enough. She'll be complaining about rapes again in a week, watch. So they broke into my tent with a mouse. So I progressed from zero centimeters all the way to 10 centimeters with no medication. The worst pain of my life. I would try to breathe through. I don't know how ladies did this before medication. I really don't. The only way I could distract myself from the pain would be to be vocal, to scream. So I would just be yelling, ah, until my voice could not produce sound anymore. But all of the energy coming from my diaphragm was still coming out. If anyone's ever ridden the giant drop at Six Flags, the exact same thing happened to me when I was terrified. Having a baby is just like having a fast pass at Disney World. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. You ever been in line for It's a Small World and then another human comes out of you real quick? It's just like that. Terrified on that ride and they drop you and you're like, and it literally looks like I'm not screaming, but I'm giving it my all. So I think I bruised my vocal cords. Um, <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of being at a Grand Vacation Hotel Resort. Um, either way, I got the Can we get her to Hackamania? How much? Dural four minutes before I had to push. And this. In the baby! Is the result of all that. All right, I want to get to the part where it gets taken away from her. Because it does. So we now know that thanks to Aunt Stacy, Heather and Xavier's baby is in the care of DCF. 
the Department of Children and Families on, Instagram the would get away after all. Celebrity figure giving the speech to all our fans out there with little pet in her hand. I don't believe Xavier's father will be giving any type of budget, but who knows? Heather is quickly gaining a lot of sympathy because she gave birth. I mean, something that women do every fucking day. She's no different than any other woman. Um, but she may just get away after all. Right. Flat Cat has kids, I'm sure. She's dumber than shit. Uh, I, for one, remember what kind of person she is. Um, when she mentions multiple intrusions with her boobs are out or her butt is out while you're in the hospital. But she's probably laying that the stage, the groundwork for a future lawsuit. Or at least she'll be screaming about one for years on end. Um, it was already discovered on Instagram that she was liking posts about birth lawsuits. So there's that. Imagine researching a lawsuit while your baby. This is part three. It is Wednesday, February 21st. So we now know that thanks to Aunt Stacy, Heather and Xavier's baby is in the care of DCF, the Department of Children and Family Services. For those of you who don't know, Heather's Aunt Stacy was on an episode of Love After Lock Up with Heather and Dylan. Um, this morning, Heather was posting some hospital pictures. Let's take a look at those. Hot. I mean, this is like Kate Meany's kitchen. She's missing a dresser. It's a nice hospital room. She's so happy to be indoors, sleeping Sometime in a bed. After these pictures, the baby was placed in the care of DCF. As, as of as far as where is Heather is tonight, nobody knows for sure. She may have been given shelter. She may come up with money for a hotel room, or she may be back in the tent. Her Coco Chanel Instagram page went private, and she hasn't posted anything further today. Uh, we don't know the details of the DCF investigation, and we'll likely never know. It's even possible a family member has the baby. It's not being made public knowledge, and, and it really shouldn't be anyways. Uh, Heather may be laying low. She may be complying with what is being asked of her to regain custody of the baby. Right, she's hiding everything so that the authorities can't see how nuts she is. I personally don't see her following any rules. Like I've said before, she may agree to begin with, but I don't see it lasting. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and only time will tell. Now, as far as people getting mad at creators for providing content on Heather, you're definitely directing your anger at the wrong people. The anger you're feeling should be directed towards Heather and Xavier. They are the ones to blame. They had plenty of time to better themselves, to get help to do anything other than what they were doing, and they didn't do a damn thing. Um, we couldn't post about Heather at all if she wasn't spewing off rants on a social media every day. She is to blame. He is to blame. Nobody else. Also, I'm not the damn internet police, and I'm not going to tell grown-ups what to do if people called and reported her. That's on them. I'm not going to uh, scold grown adults who should know better. All right, so now to end this video, I'm going to show a few clips of Heather and some of the nonsense she's talked about during her pregnancy. Um, having a baby didn't magically make her a good person. Let's hope she finally gets some help. She hasn't oh, no. done it for the children she already oh, has, but no. anything that could change. Have a great night, everyone. I opened the Teddy Grahams and like put one in my mouth. I swear to God to you, I immediately began to contract. My whole body gets hard. My tummy, my uterus, the whole time smell. Can you imagine Aaron M. Hall eating Teddy Grahams? They cut my mouth up. Those little bears. 
My whole mouth is sore from the Teddy Gray. Like PVC or like drywall. Xavier's like, throw that shit out, throw that shit out. So now they're trying to poison a pregnant woman in the middle of the fucking park, in the middle of broad daylight, with a bag of sealed honey Nabisco Teddy Grahams. She thinks someone broke into the Teddy Graham factory to poison her. This bitch is insane. To let a baby go with her would be immoral. Now, my husband, Xavier, who is a straight man, who only under the control and nefarious influence of people who sexually assault him, I would assume, turns into this very feminine, cross-dressing creep. And he knows that we had plans today to go take food to my two big children. That is what the f I do every month. He is with me and we go and do it. I take it to the small child first and then to the bigger children. Today is the day. He left at nine. He was supposed to be back here at 11 or 11.30. It's now damn near two o'clock. Where the f is Xavier? Yeah, everybody's right. She can't say Xavier. She has to call him Xavier. <laughs> Xavier. Xavier was here. It's Xavier. It's Xavier. All right. Well, we're going to discharge you. So for all you motherfuckers saying, oh, just go in there and act crazy. I don't need to act, motherfucker. I don't need to act. You're holding me on the side of the fucking road in a tent. Six months pregnant. My back hurts. My front hurts. My top hurts. My bottom hurts. My every fucking thing hurts. My bottom hurts. You know who else's bottom hurts? I miss my children, and I want to go home. I hope you all fucking die. <laughs> Jesus. I'm bringing in, like, this sometimes incredibly abusive person. Can you please get this guy out of here? Please. Please. This is, I do not get my permission. With this fucking fake-ass shit. Bring me a savior that treats me with love and kindness and respect. And that's all. If this she, yeah, she thinks Xavier's been replaced with an alien wearing a skin suit. If this weird cross-dressing Xavier is going to continue to try to do weird shit on and off camera. This weird cross-dressing Xavier needs to beat it. That is unacceptable. Does everyone have record of this conversation right now? Fucking movie. I know when I'm really mad, I, I, I generally am, am uh, applying makeup. And another thing, these guys, they better fucking go because my life is in danger. Bands, bitch! I have no money. What the fuck do you want from me? Cops are refusing to. Xavier has humble brag. Tried to hand them a piece of paper with the narrative, and they've now refused it like six or seven times. I have no bra on. They're refusing the narrative. I'm on the phone with the city, with downtown and buildings departments. I'm trying to get business done so that we can start working on these empty properties. We've been on a waiting list for three I'm on a phone with the Chamber of Commerce. Nobody will give me a permit to run a fruit stand. For I've also been raped twice today. Her problems, you know, they, they run the gamut of extremity. I got raped three times in my sleep last night. I can't get a permit to open up a fruit stand. My baby's going to come out and be on the street. A mouse shit in my shoe. My chanclas have a broken strap. I need to go feed my children. I've got to grade several papers today. You know, she's all over the place. How long now? Since September 2021. 
and we are in a public area and they're removing Xavier from me, which is illegal. You can't remove a man from me. You can't remove a man from me. Ah. Threatening him and doing something weird and sexual, I think. Please add these officers to the investigation. Please investigate. They're doing something weird and possibly sexual, I think. When can I get a case? When will an officer be assigned to my case? I think these officers are doing something weird, probably sexual, I think. Do you have a form for that? <laughs> Again, refusing the narrative. Refusing the narrative. Oh, that's classic. Shut up, Chad. And perpetuating a whole bunch of drama. Xavier's supposed to be here getting his work done, not getting harassed on the side of the street. I told them we were homeless. They just ran with it. I don't ask for money. They pulled back the curtain of my tent and saw behind. <laughs> Very often from my sponsors. But when I do, I tell them what I need and how much I need. I want to book Chad for a stand-up show in Heather Gillespie's tent. And nine out of ten times, they, they make it happen. She's not that guy. And I'm 36 years old now. No, I haven't had plastic surgery. I look young because I have radius, Botox, and Juvederm. Do you have a house? No, I spent all my house money on Juvederm. Yes, I paid for it out of my own pocket. Yes, I was employed at a six-figure job before all of this began. Somebody's doing well. Everyone under the sun from zero income to six figures has written me a letter of recommendation. Everyone has written her a letter of recommendation. Have you? I am a good person, and I have proven myself. I am tired of sitting outside in the fucking dirt. Officers stating that it is allowed. If it isn't allowed, why don't you give us a resource? So why don't Give me a resource. Why don't you give us a resource. Give me a resource. And you're very loud. Why don't you give us a resource? Give us a re. Give us a source. I'm here to ask you guys to move along. Do you see? This is the same thing every single time. There are no resources offered. There is an excessive amount of harassment. Give me a lollipop and I'll move my tent. So where are they, ma'am? Do you think that any person, do you think that any person would voluntarily, I don't deal with him. If you want to deal with someone, deal with me. He's clearly the weaker one. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's where we're at with Heather, her baby. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Her baby could be gone forever. We may never see little, what's his name again? Rico, Weston, Mateo, Chavez. We don't know. We may never know. It's hard to tell, really. But that's where we're at. Ladies and gentlemen, I've had a great time with you today. Chad Zoom, I've gotten word. Chad Zumach will be doing a program today. Now, we'll be here to, to snipe it uh, if he goes live. I imagine in, a, in about 15 minutes or so is usually about his time frame to go live. And uh, we'll be sniping it. So stay tuned for that. Thank you to everybody who, uh, who gave to the show today. The memberships, the super chats, the super tips, the super whips. The Venmos, the PayPal's, the Streamlabs, the... What's the other one? Rumble Rants. Yeah. Anyway, uh, soon. 
Your manner is most unbecoming of a gentleman. Would you be high on cigarettes? I don't know if the comedy hasn't hit them yet. They're full-blown retarded or just high on cigarettes. The question posed to stupid hoes who don't get it yet. Excuse me, miss. Are you high on cigarettes? I don't know if the comedy hasn't hit them yet. They're full-blown retarded or just high on cigarettes. All the laughter that you deploy if you listen to the show, boy. Patrick Melton, Melton faces. Have you stacking that no low point? It's the low point, not the reason. The reason is fucking gold. Gonna make the taco pony party be a party.